bad. Well, LeVon has been able to keep the ball away from him pretty consistently tonight. He has made some real good pitches. That ball is hit high and deep to center. Dunwoody fading, looking up. Heck, Wilson, move over. You have been tied. Mark McGuire with number 56. Oh, and he has tied the National League record. And they are going berserk at Pro Player Stadium. Look at this crowd. Oh, 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 right. So he and Hack Wilson now lying side by side. They're tied for the record in the National League. Home runs in a single season. His next will break it. That ball is hit to deep center. He did it. He did it. He did it. Number 57. Unbelievable. Oh, my. And they are going crazy in South Florida. And Barry White's back with his new R&B chart buster, Love Pudding. Baby, you're like a donut with no hole. Heavy in the middle. Ask me a few of them. The master of sensuality returns to the scene with more love than any one person can handle. My darling, I can't get enough. You gonna eat those Cinnabons? It's Love Pudding. Also featuring his new number one ballad, Neapolitan Love. Stop hogging all of the Neapolitan ice cream. I'll whoop you, you touch that. Hey. Somebody get me a fork. It's Barry White's Love Pudding. Available now in the frozen food section of your local grocer. They're thinking about putting me back on in Fort Myers. Let's hear about that, Greg. Oh, Greg, look at that. Greg brought down Georgia's a bonus check today. Not? They had a good spring rating book. They had a good spring rating book over there, and they think it's because of me. They're about to tell David Caton and the AFA to stick it where the moon don't shine. And uh, put it back on there, maybe over in Fort Myers. So there's really good news, and even better news is in spite of Sam the Scam... We got our masters already, thanks to our friend at Trackmaster, for the best of CDs this year. Boy, that was the fast. Look at that. George has got them right in his puss right now. That's the fastest section. We just did that like uh, a few days ago. We put that all together, and like almost overnight. Thank you, Sam. We couldn't have done it without you, sweetheart. Thanks, Greg, for the good news. See, nothing but good news today. The market's up a few points, uh, up 300 points yesterday. Everybody's in a good mood today. Mark McGuire hits two big ones last night. Those two little kids didn't want a whole bunch of money. What the hell's wrong with life? Here's Pembroke Pines with ten question marks. Hello. Back by popular demand. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, gone by popular demand. He didn't even have a chance to say it. Nice going, George. That was Eddie, but he never had a chance to say it. Back by popular demand. George said it sounded like some drug-induced asshole on there, and I said, you know what? He's an asshole. And I was right. We have an open line in Broward five six seven zero five sixty and pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Thank you, Eddie. Here's uh, Weston. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay, Pally. Hey, I'll tell you what. Don't trust was... anybody who says Pally. Hey, Pally. Uh, I know I know you don't like that. I'll tell you what. That, I hate that. That was... It had chills running down my spine. I'll Did tell it? you what. The crowd was going absolutely berserk. Ape shot. I mean, it was like last year 
when they were beating uh, San Francisco, yeah. Atlanta, mm-hmm. and it had that type of feeling to it. Yeah, 37,000 tickets they sold for last night. I'm not sure they all showed up, but nevertheless, can you imagine never, can you imagine how many people would have been there the last two nights without Mark McGuire? Exactly. And tonight, they, that place ought to be jammed to the rafters, because who, know, who knows what he's going to do tonight, and we're not going to be able to see it. Oh, by the way, the, 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 they are showing Braves Maddox against Randy Johnson, Houston, I think. I yeah, think I, I think that's the matchup. I agree it's, with you. I would, be a, well, yeah, but who who cares about that? I agree with you. Oh, about a thousand percent. I'd much rather see history I mean, being the, the, made. The Bra- look, the Braves Houston game's got no significance. I mean, Houston's got the division wrapped up. The Braves yeah. got theirs long since wrapped up. Yeah. I mean, you know, two two great pitchers there. But but what's the comparison between that and the guy who's broken the National League record, who any day now is uh, approaching sixty and sixty one and sixty two and sixty five? I think he's going to do sixty five. Absolutely correct, sir. Right. Uh, just to let you know, I just saw the backed door boys on a. Uh, Regis- oh, I, I missed that. Uh, Ron was telling me that it was on. I forgot let all about it. Let me tell you something. They're ugly. No, let me. Uh, besides, I don't know about them being ugly. No, they're good guys. They though. are talented. They're great. They are. I mean, these guys can sing. They walk up to the microphone. Yeah. No music. Right. No instruments. I mean, nothing. Well, and- even those people who rip them, other than George, admit that they can sing, that they're great singers. So what? What can I tell you? I tell you people- what, I was a. Raving- well, what are you laughing about in there? They are. They're a t- very talented guy. Boy! See, he's in there. Make uh, he'll have his equal time Monday. Have a great day, pal. I love Get out of here. Love you. Well, well, yeah. Monday you can rip the Backstreet Boys for four hours. Okay. Uh, and I every don't have young to. girl, everyone huh? has ears. Everyone has ears. So that, is that why that album's been on there for longer than any other album in the top fifteen? No, any other one in the world? All those teeny boppy little girls. Yeah, all those all teeny boppy little girls. You know something? You only wish you knew those teeny boppy little girls. Okay. You better start liking I the Backstreet know. Boys a lot more, Mister. While your wife's out of town. Here is Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, how you doing? What, what kind of a sport? phone? What kind of a phone is that, sir? I know it's messed up. This is my first time calling. I like the show, not on Wednesday. Even I, Samuel Solomon had a better phone than that. I have a request. Did you do that big black guy there, Neil? Okay, this guy. He's he's got, he's got an argyle he's got an argyle sock over it and one over the phone too. Anybody ever put an argyle sock over it? Uh huh. We have an open line of date. That means he said. Okay, there you go. we got a guy that's got a bunch of yarmulkes. You know, I was uh, thinking, I was watching the shows, which were great on Whammy last night, by the way, if I say so myself. Man, was I busy with that TV. I was clicking it and yanking it and twisting it and the, uh, and the remote, too. I'm watching the best of a Schlemiel on there on Whammy. I'm watching uh, uh, Mark McGuire. I'm watching David Wells, that big, fat uh, David Wells. I'm watching Sammy Sosa, who kept striking out. And smiling about it. Hey, he's doing the best he can, okay? He's a Dominican Republic guy. What is he? What do you want? And those shows were pretty damn good last night. Too bad we can't find an audience. But talking about good news, we finally got the uh, magic bullet, baby. The magic bullet on whammy. And that is that as soon as the public out there discovers that MASH is on 200 times a night, it might just draw some uh, people to that station now. See, during those cartoons and like on a weekend, they, they've already got the kids. The kids are like way ahead of the adults. The kids are locked in on whammy. They're like whamming it all day long with those cartoons and with those Three Stooges crap and the monsters. But in prime time at night, we can't find an audience with a goddamn search party no matter what we put on there. But now that we got MASH on, 6.30, 7.30... 11 o'clock, 11.30. You don't mean magic is gone, do you? Uh-huh. He's long gone. You mean how loud is gone? Uh-huh. Oh, no. So we got four, if you, I mean, I hate MASH, but it's a great show, they tell me. It was on for 11 years, which means there's lots and lots and lots of episodes for you, okay? 30, 7.30, 11.30, 11.30, four different half hours of MASH every night on Whammy. Oh, God, it's overwhelming. 
So maybe just by accident, like a magnet, okay? Since we can't wait for the heat season to start because the heat season may never start. There may not be no NBA this year. Oh, what are we going to do about that? What are those degenerate gamblers going to do without being able to bet on basketball games, huh? So that's the really good news. We're just surrounded by good news, although the market was off to a really nice start this morning. I have a feeling, I just saw it out of the corner of my eye a moment ago. It's uh, kind of like dissipating rapidly. Yeah, it's up 15 points. It was up 82. But you know something? As long as that little arrow, as long as it's popping up, that's all we care about. And the arrow, too. Here's Miami. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I was calling because uh, I believe it was yesterday or the day before. I'm not exactly sure. Um, some gentleman called, and he was saying how he a was gentleman like... gentleman called on this show? Yeah, far-fetched. He was saying how he was like a broadcasting major, and you know, right off the bat, you were telling him, "Don't do it, pal. Don't mm-hmm. do it." And you know, I've heard you before um, kind of talk down on on that profession, but I wanted to know what's the scoop, because I mean, I was planning. Well, on going, what's the scoop with what? Well, I mean, why do you talk down about broadcasting so much? What is because it about? Because it's a crappy business. What and like the aesthetic of the people in general, or uh... because it's run by people who have no idea what it's all about. Because uh, it's, it's a grand, and now it's even worse than ever with a handful of companies that bought up all the stations, and they don't give a crap. And they never used to care about people too much, but now they care less about people, and people get trampled on and stepped on, and, and they just keep changing formats and blowing everybody out the door every five minutes. Uh, if this were a business run by people who were real broadcasters, then it could be a lot of fun, and it would be a great business, and you encourage people to get into it. But I can't do that with a clear conscience. Well, then what would you say to, like, people that are... Kind of, kind of starting to edge their way in that path, and you know. I'd say edge my way out of off that path. I mean, you know, people with the gift. I'd of... say edge my way into anything else. Okay, well. I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm not joking about that. People think that I'm kidding about that. They think I make all this stuff up about uh, bad management and people that don't know their ass from their elbow and lie to you and all this other crap. That, that's this business. Yeah, well, what, what else can uh, somebody with the gift of gab do for a living? You know, that doesn't want to get into some. I mean, I know radio can be a pretty fiddle-headed job. Yeah. I mean, you got to be, uh, you know, a talking head. you got to pretty much do what you got to do. Well, if the, you're willing to put up with a lot of crap, and first, you know, uh, you know front, 20 you're going to take a lot of crap, then uh, be my guest. Yeah, not like yourself or like uh, Big Nose, you know. you got to be on the air about 25 years before you start getting some leeway as to, you know, what you yeah. got to, you know, you want to do your own thing. But, I mean, there's some people out there with, they, they have no other skills, but they could just talk a good game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, I mean. Well, then you ought to become a lawyer. Yeah, I hear that. All right, Neil, thanks for Okay, good luck to you, pal. There's a guy who wants to get... I think I couldn't talk him out of it. That's the way it sounded to me. Okay, we're off to a tremendous start this morning there for about 20 minutes. Now we got one call on the board. I thought we were really going to make a big comeback today. I just had that euphoric feeling for about 15, 20 minutes. And then I thought to myself, you know what? You're in Miami. You better get over this. Okay, thank you. 5670560. We have two open lines in Broward. All of day is sitting out at the moment, but uh, that's okay. I just have, from that initial response, isn't this town excited about Mark McGuire? No. About that stuff that happened last night? No. Aren't they all whipped up? I'm listening to the last few minutes of the worst team this morning. I did hear a little reference to that, but mostly they're talking about goddamn FSU and uh, the Gators and more goddamn football. More college football. When are you people going to grow up already, huh? When are they going to grow up already? Like I've told you for 20 years, college football is supposed to be, of course, we know it's a big business like all other sports. It's supposed to be for kids who either go to that college or the alumni who are most of them crazier than a bed bug and are, have very deflated egos and therefore have to try to pump them up their egos. Hey, my team just won. Who cares? The Gators, the Knowles, the this, the that, the Hurricanes. Oh, by the way, they had the Hurricane quarterback. What's his name, Jeff? Uh, I don't know what it is. They had him on, on uh, last night on uh, Sports Talk, Sports Line, Sports Town, on uh, Whammy. He's a 50-year freshman. 50-year freshman. <laughs> I mean, 50-year, not 50, that would be really, 50-year uh, senior. 
How do you like? Do they have any fifth-year seniors like uh, majoring in mathematics? No. Do they have any fifth-year seniors majoring in physics? No. Taking any physics? No. Majoring in biology? No. In uh, social sciences? No. In uh, meta? In anything? No. Fifth-year senior. Well, he was red-shirted. Well, what does that mean? Somebody tells me red-shirted, right away I start saying, aha, communista, communista, communista. That's what I say when I hear about a red shirt. They're not too big on that in Little Havana, I'll tell you that. Red shirt, oy vey, baby, communista. I mean, he, you know, ugly kid, but a problem, you know, maybe he's good, maybe he's not. I don't know, and I don't care. Like I've said before, this is the solution to the problem. Let's stop pretending. Let's have, like, every university, every school, every college, they can have, like, a separate division for jocks. Pay them. Make it a semi-professional league, whatever the hell you want to call it, and stop pretending that it has anything to do with education. Wouldn't that be a hell of a lot better? Uh-huh. There you go. I have no problem with that. Entertainment for everybody. Everybody's, uh, you know, working to get to the pros, make millions and millions and millions for being illiterate. Donnie B., by the way, said he was just testing Cliff Floyd, and Cliff failed the test yesterday. He said, hey, Cliff, how about that condom? <laughs> you and Mark Thompson, and he uh, had no idea what he was talking about. He was just testing him. To see if these jocks are as smart as Donnie B. thought they were, and he found out he was right. 1026 at 5. Imminent. Any second now, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Uh-huh. Haven't we heard that? Squirt, squirt. It's coming, yeah. And guess what? It didn't come. Now Henry says that he'll close, and Wayne is backing off on his demands with Sports Channel. Don't want 20, 70 years. Now it's only 10 years. And any moment now, you know, we can only pray that... Enjoy your program. Of course. I don't want to bother you too much. I just, Please. What I need from you, if you will... I need the name of that pasta sauce you were talking about last week. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, I went to Publix at Parkland, and I talked to the managers. They don't know anything about the pasta, but they sure yeah, don't. Yeah, they, they got it at Publix. It's called Mom's Spaghetti Sauce, and it's Patrick Timponi. It's Timponi's Mom's Spaghetti Sauce. They got it at my Publix because I bought another jar there. Yeah, That's how good it was. I actually shelled out my money and bought a jar, which uh, must be pretty good if I bought it. Yeah, I know. That's why I wanted it. Mom's spaghetti sauce. Okay. It's got and big chunks of garlic and basil and basil rathbone and good stuff in there, man. You, you'll uh, be in heaven. Yeah, well, they didn't know about the spaghetti sauce, but they sure know about Neil Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> well, tell them they better get it in or else. You're right, buddy. Okay, pal. Thanks a lot. See ya. There you go. We'll put these bastards on the uh, map, and rightfully so. That's great stuff. Did you uh, partake? No, not yet. Well, what are you waiting for? Well, I mean, we, we had it on the pizza that Jeff brought in. No, but I'm talking about home. the jar that you took no. home. I don't know what I'm waiting for, wife. Yeah, get with it, will you, Crystal? Get that pasta sauce out there, sweetheart. Man, is that good stuff. We have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one. Is anybody in this town, like, worked up and fired up about Mark McGuire? No. I mean, if he had ten home runs last night, I mean, I hate to say it, but these people just don't care, do they? No. It was just a spectacular thing. And not just a couple more home runs, but dead center field. They're all over there in left field up there in the left field uh, with uh, Billy the Marlin. They're all waiting to it with their gloves and their, their $8 million to buy it. And he uh, fools them all, crosses them all up. Dead center field both times. And those kids are diving and falling and killing each other on the uh, tarp there to get the baseball. And these people still are uh, nothing to say. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's up with that? I was watching uh, the 10:30 show yesterday. Yeah. And they show this big fat Don Cox there. Yeah, I'm so tired of seeing. Nobody wants to see Cox on our TV show, okay? Especially not him. Yeah. Uh, he, he must weigh 600 pounds. You know what? He's there no, because Neil's gonna have another heart attack, food, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's talking about me and food, right? This guy, they keep shooting him in the pitch dark 
because he doesn't want the public to see With that he With a black shirt and a black yeah, Right, right. The black shirt to match the background so he kind of like fades into the black so you can't see he weighs uh, 2,000 pounds. <laughs> All you see is his face. I got the diagram right here, which has got very impossible to read numbers on it, by the way. You've got to have eyes like a, uh, well, let's see, 116 is uh, on the other side, I believe. I can't read these damn things, and i got great eyes, but I can't, uh, they've got it. Uh, yeah, 116 is center ice on the other side, directly across. I'll, I'll wave to you. Okay. Okay, pal. Thanks, Neil. See you there. Yeah, I'm going to get a, in fact, I'm going to sit in my seats today. How do you like that? I'm going to put my fat ass in my seat today. Right there in section 101. I'm excited about it. Oh! Fired up and uh, pissed off and uh, all worked up because hockey season's coming. And I don't care. You know, you, I, I realize it's a lot easier to pander because there are billions more. I don't care about ratings with uh, sports. I don't, I don't pick and choose uh, what I like depending on how many other people like it. That would be like saying I should have wa been watching Seinfeld because everybody else liked it. I hated Seinfeld. Just seeing him nauseates me. So I don't give a crap if it was the top-rated show or if uh, when the show went off the air, people were, like, swooning and jumping off tall buildings. I don't care. And I used to be a big football fan, but quite frankly, it's become boring. It's become boring as all hell. The number of really exciting, good games that you see in the course of a season is so few that it's, uh, it's a snoozer now. It's snooze time. So I'll stick with my hockey. And, I, you know, these experts can come out. Oh, well, the TV ratings are terrible. And it's a, uh, I don't care. That's my thing. That's my bag. We have an open line in Dade, one in Broward. Five, six, seven. And usually the people who are saying that, by the way, are people who know nothing about the game. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How you doing? Okay. Let me ask you, these Matadors, is that a direct um, minor league team for the Panthers? Yes. And what's going to happen to the one that was in... Uh... Carolina. Well, the, the Matadors is like uh, the bottom rung. Oh, so, okay. So you got to go through about four other steps to get there. Right. Okay. What about um, Burray coming here? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good to me. How come we weren't trying to get him? He can hook back up with McLean. Because he wants nine or ten million dollars a year. That's the problem. That's uh, that's why he ain't down here, because uh, he wants out of there badly, out of Vancouver. You didn't see anybody talking here seriously about getting Pavel Bury or Peter Nedved, who's still floating around out there. There's all kinds of great players out there who are, like, itching to uh, go somewhere. I would love him to come here. And these guys here are just giving us a lot of double talk is what we get. That amount of material, Neil. Good luck to watch, pal. Okay, Dade County's open again. See, I mentioned hockey. Dade County, as bad as it is ordinarily, that's something that they really don't understand. They don't get it. They're, they're more into, like, domino games and cockfights. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. You've got to learn new things. You've got to expand your horizons, okay? You put parochial, narrow-focused people in Dade County. You've got to, like, move out onward and upward into new and different things. I mean, anal sex, we heard all about that, okay? You educated us, that's fine. But now you've got to move on to things that are a little bit more uh, whatever. I was going to say stimulating, but that might not be the right choice of words. Here's a mobile in Margate. Hello. Deal. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great. You know, I uh, I was talking to some people yesterday about this. I heard something about Ted Turner starting his own uh, football that's right, league. That's right. Just what we need is another goddamn football league that's going to run so we can have football all year long for these football uh, addicts. But it have like how's that going to go? I mean, is that on in the works or? Do you remember uh, the world? Do you remember the World League of Football? Yeah. Yeah. 
So they're gonna, what they're going to do the, is the take only, all the NFL the only players. Times, and, the only times in history that uh, the old uh, WHL, the World Hockey League, which was eventually uh, went bust and some of it was absorbed by the National Hockey League, some of the franchises, and the old American Football League, which then became the American Football Conference when they merged with the NFL, uh, that's the best that they can hope for. I mean, how, how much uh, money is there out there to subsidize this crap? Or, how how much mean, talent is there out there to build a whole bunch more teams when you've already got a bunch of horrendous teams? I hear yeah, people I'll, talking about the Eagles and the Bears and all these other teams, the, the Rams, that are just going to be horrendous, nauseating teams this year. How are you going to build new teams? Well, where's the talent going to come from? But I think that the uh, the world is so boring and that the people will just go to it because sports... I, I don't agree you know with how important I don't think so. I think you're wrong. Okay, I got another thing. Because, uh, I mean, unless it's real low-priced, unless you're practically giving the tickets away, and uh, who the hell's going to play well, a league like high, that? Look how, look how they're, pricing the, uh, they're pricing me out. I can't afford it. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not a poor guy, but I can't afford to take uh, my family and who the to the football game. Okay, another thing. I'm watching your show on, on TV. I really love it, by the way. But it's what's great. the deal with the yarmulke? It's uh, a message of protest. <laughs> it's, it's to try to show those little kids out there how stupid they look when their parents force them to walk around with a beanie on their head. I'm watching it with my buddies, and we're like just dying. We're like, what the hell is the deal with the yarmulke? But another thing, I think that this, this uh, Mark McGuire thing is a conspiracy to bring yeah. the fans out. Because I know that Babe Ruth saved baseball when during the White Sox scandal. But I think this is just a scandal, and I think that the... You think maybe, maybe they're throwing him a ball on a string? I, not on a string, but I think this is scam. I, I really, I'm, I believe in conspiracy theories. And maybe they I have, maybe they have golf balls hidden inside the, inside those baseballs. That well, could be it. Well, Neil, look how look how long he's been around, and he hasn't, you know, come this close yet. Who, McGuire? He, he had 58 last year. I know, I know. He's hit over 53 years in a row, which nobody has ever done. Have a great day, pal. Never came close before. 58 sounds pretty close to 60 and 61 to me, doesn't it? Uh -huh. Sounds pretty close. But this guy, uh, we'll put Donnie B on the case, okay? He'll go out there and uh, he'll probably catch one of those balls in a condom, and we'll check it out. We'll open it. We'll slice it open right here on the ear. And the ball, too. 10.57. We got Mark McGuire, 56 and 57. The all-time National League record, breaking a record that stood by Hack Wilson of the Cubs. 68 years. Does anybody here care? No. Jesus, man, I thought it was pretty damn compelling myself. For me to put that stuff on tape last night? And bring that in here. We're not talking hockey highlights. We're talking baseball highlights. Say what? Levine has been able to keep the ball away. From... Okay, good. Did I say three minutes before 11 to 560 QAM? They don't care. I want to tell you something. You want to make a lot of money, anybody out there? If you can figure out, besides free stuff and uh, green cards and early bird dinners, what it is that the people of South Florida really get motivated by, if you can be the one person to figure that out, you'll be a billionaire by the end of the day. When you're looking to make your next electronics or appliance purchase, be sure and do yourself a big favor. Forget the computer nerds. The worst. Beware. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Regarding your uh, hockey tickets, yeah. you haven't got the final invoice yet? No. Because I paid mine about three weeks ago. Didn't so get mine. chase down the uh, postman or upstairs or somebody. They were due like three weeks ago. They're supposed to be sending the tickets out, I think, this week. No. So you need to check with somebody That's on the that. mail again. It must be my mail again. How do you uh, like honest that? Honestly, God, I paid it about three weeks ago. And, uh, the first payment was due, I guess, in uh, June, and then the final one three weeks ago. Well, when I go over there today, I better check that out and say, don't give my sense away to anybody else because I'm a deadbeat. Good luck. Okay, thanks. How do you like that? That's a possibility. Now, he could have been making that up, but he sounded very sincere and honest to me. 
I don't got no invoice. In fact, I got a check back from them, which I don't want to go into that. Is that supposed to be a secret? Yeah. But, uh, no, it was just a parking thing. It was a very small check. It had nothing to do with the thousands of dollars for those two seats right at Center Rice, which I'm more than glad to write the check for, which I will certainly get reimbursed by these people right away. No. Well, I mean, someday. But there you go. See, there you go with the mail again. There's the deal. I mean, there are things that come in the mail that are, like, fairly important. I mean, do I care about my electric bill? No. My phone bill? No. But those hockey tickets, uh -huh. there you go. I want to know what the story is with those. I don't want to wind up losing those because I don't have an invoice for them. I'll find out from the rim man today. There's the guy who knows it. Of course, if I'm a little bit short, I'm sure he'll take care of the. Uh, he'll take care of it. Here's Miami with ten question marks. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. Neil, what happened to that black hockey player? Um, Peter Worrell? No, who was touted being a great player. Um, Willie Lee. Uh, yeah, at um, Boston U. And the big touted. Huh? Go ahead. And I heard, like, he was going to be, like, a superstar. And but I haven't heard, um, you know, crap about him. Yeah. And heard about that? that? From Boston U? Right. I don't know. I know Amos Carter from Michigan State. Right. For the Bruins. That, that, and then with the Caps, that's what you're talking about. No, but it had a big guy. Um, his father was the coach of the Patriots on defense. And stuff. Yeah. And I heard, like, he was a great player. and But I haven't seen him yet, you know? You're not talking about Greer that plays for Edmonton, are you? Maybe. He's big, right? You, you know. Big guy? I, I beat the hell out of me. Maybe somebody will know. I have no idea. We're talking college hockey now. No clue. We have an open line, and uh, plus we got enough Schwarzers in there already, okay? We don't want any more black players in the NHL. I don't want to sound racist, but they got football, they got baseball, they got all the other sports wrapped up, they got all the track and field events locked up. Let's have a sport for mostly white people, okay? We'll let a few Schwarzers in there if they can play like famous Anus and a couple of these other guys, and that's it. Please let us have something to cling to. Next thing you know, they're going to take away watermelon. <laughs> oh, they already did. Oh, speaking of watermelon, you know something? I want to talk about that at length today. About fat people at buffets. We were at Emerald Coast on Sunday. I don't dare mention I was at Baskin Robbins last night. There was, this is the greatest story in the history of the human race. We're at Baskin Robbins last night, and they have, and you know, I mean, I love my Ben and Jerry's, but once in a while, variety is the spice of life. And they have, like, low-fat and no-sugar ice cream, like Jamocha Swirl, which are sensational, by the way. I love them. There was a woman in there who must weigh 450, 500 easy. I'm not exaggerating. She took up... It's a little shop there, University in Sunrise. She must have taken up half the store. And as we're getting our stuff, you couldn't help but over here, she was asking one of the girls behind the counter to look on the chart. There was a chart on the wall that shows you which flavors have how much sugar and how much, you know... She wanted to see how much sugar was in the uh, flavor that she was, the 20, the 20 scoop she was getting. I mean, no, I'm no one to talk, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not in her league. I'm, I'm chubby. I'm fat. I'm overweight, okay? But I got, this, this woman, like the next mouthful of food she took could be the last. It could put her over the edge. She's bigger than me and Fat Joe put together. And she was in there discussing like, uh, I mean, you talk about playing mind games with yourself. I'll, I'll have I'll have uh, six waffles, fourteen flapjacks, two orders of bacon, and give me a small diet drink. It's a uh, ten pack. Q A M. Neil Rogers. Ah. Hi. Okay. Welcome back. This is Kathy Lee Gifford here on the radio, answering your questions and helping you with your marital problems. Let's go to the phones. Hi, Kathy. I have a question about my husband. Your husband is a piece of sh a piece of sh that cheating bastard. Okay, next call. 
Hi, Kathy. Hi. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about what you said about Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is a piece of s***. Lutschild. Woo, woo. Lutschild alert. He's a piece of s***. Okay, one more phone caller before we take a break here. Hello, this is Kathy Lee. Hi, yeah, Kathy. I'm calling about that earlier call. Would you call that guy's mailman a piece Caller, of... Caller, are you married? Uh, well, yes, I You're am. You're a piece of s***. A piece of s***. You cheating bastard. Okay, now we have to take a break for our sponsors. And they're a piece of s***. Why won't this machine start? It's a piece of s***. No, don't... Oh, you just knocked us off the air. Okay, it's 11.15 at 560 WQM. By the way, David was just telling me that uh, Don Cox really weighs about 650. They had to get a meat scale. They had to drop him from a hook onto a meat scale to see just how much he's tilting the scales these days. That's why he doesn't come around here, that fat slob. We have an open line in uh, Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Do we have any confirmation on the thing about the Panther tickets? Because I think that guy was trying to get me to panic. Because the Panther tickets wouldn't be coming out in just a couple of days. The season doesn't start till the October uh, whatever. The first exhibitionist game at home doesn't start till uh, September the... Uh, not that far off. September the... Uh, yeah, far off, 27th. So they wouldn't be sending those tickets out yet. It's always like a couple of days ahead of time. Should I be uh, panicking about this? Uh-huh. So anyway, getting back to fat people at buffets. Now, I'm one of those people. Yes, I'm fat. But during the course of my life, I have never been a, uh, a big buffet eater. We used to have a great place in Detroit called Skipper's Table out in Livonia when I used to go to the track. Oh, man, was that a great place. I mean, outstanding. But that's like 100 years ago. But I'm just not ordinarily a buffet kind of guy till I found the Emerald Coast, which happens to be sensational, spectacular. So we go in there for dinner on Sunday. And I'm going to tell you, I said, I'm in there with two of my friends. I said, we are, even with me in the group, we are the skinniest table in the entire place. Now, the Emerald Coast is so good. Believe me, I hope that people who are skinny go in there because you can afford to eat a lot of food. You don't have to worry about killing yourself. But any buffet you go to, you will see people... Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever been in one of these joints? Who are enormous. And all around, I'm looking, I'm thinking, God, all my, I feel like a skinny mini. I have never seen so many gigantic, enormous puppets in my life. These are people who are like Al Goldstein level. That's how fat they were. Everywhere. In fact, the waiters are like snoring. In the background, you can hear them like snick sniggering a little bit. Isn't that the word I'm looking for, sniggering? At these enormous blobs of humanity that are waddling around. And I guess they figure, might as well enjoy it. The food is good. Any meal could be the last one. Might as well go out with a big smile on your puss before they open up that piano case. I mean, I'm not talking about isolated one or two. I'm talking about dozens because they're always mobbed in that joint. There are a whole lot of people in there. And I'd say like maybe 50, 60 percent or more, maybe 70 percent of the people in these buffet places are enormous, gigantic. Like this 800-pound woman that was in Baskin-Robbins last night inquiring about how much sugar there was in her 15 scoops of ice cream and how much sugar there was in the 20 pounds of uh, whipped topping that they put on top and the cherries and the nuts. Here's, uh, in fact, I went in there, there was this uh, young guy waiting behind the counter, and I said, hold the nuts. Here's North Miami Beach, hello. And he did. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, I didn't hear you say North Miami Beach. Well, I'm a little slow. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse anyway, me. back to McGuire, I was watching that last night. Yeah. And I'm, I just caught the, the replays, and the, 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 excuse me, trajectory, right? 
of mm-hmm. the ball coming off the bat. Yeah. I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, well, it might get there. It might get to the wall. And they show the outfield shot, and it's gone. It's, it's, it's a pop-up. The, oh, yeah. Like about two seconds. I mean, there's yeah. not even any excitement, to be honest with you, because from the minute they show him a swing and a bat till uh, the time it hits on that tarpon center field, it's like out there like a rocket shot. Like somebody launched it. Yeah, I don't watch baseball very much, but this, of course, this is magnificent. You right. know, and I'm, I'm watching this guy's bat speed and his strength. I'm sitting there with my jaw hanging down, you know. Yep. It's, it's amazing. And uh, I got a couple other things if you still want to talk to me. Go ahead. I'm listening. Um, what, what if, <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you said that. In other words, if you haven't bored us yet, go well, ahead. Well, you know, I don't know what's going on. Everything is relative. I mean, compared to many of these people, you're uh, about a five on a scale of 200. You're okay. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. You're letting me talk, so here I go. Go ahead. Um, this... What happened to uh, X's and O's on sports shows? What happened about talking to the game, you know? You turn into a sports show anywhere you listen, and it's, oh, this guy's good, this guy's not good, mm-hmm. and his salary, and this, yeah. and that. Yeah, and I'm think thinking, we, what about the linebacker? What's the linebacker right. do in this situation? Right. What about the court? You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Either that or they're talking about the uh, the point spreads, you know, and they're, yeah. they're talking gambling talk. We ought to have a separate show for a couple hours every day. I've been saying this for months. Just call it gambling talk. Get all the degenerate gamblers on here. And then have, like, real sports shows where people talk real sports. The only problem is in this town, where do you find people that talk real sports? Because most of them don't know what they're talking about. Have a great day, pal. Okay. See ya. So anyway, speaking of that, speaking of assholes on the Internet, and God, are there millions and millions. There's no shortage of assholes on the Internet all over the world. Study says internet addicts often show other disorders. Disorders. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. What a shock to us. You know, I, I will never, ever, I said this many weeks ago, and I have not even uh, been inspired or thought, never look at that chat room again on our website. And it's a shame, too, because Julio Benito did a tremendous job putting together our neilgod.com website. It's great. But when you go into chat, and, I, and what was I expecting? I don't know, because I've always said that every chat room I've ever looked at has been uh, just a bunch of babbling idiots. And ours is certainly no exception. Of course, it's no longer ours anyway. It's the Adam Kirshner uh, chat room, so why the hell should we look at it? And I don't. But this is pretty damn interesting. It says, people who seem addicted to the Internet often show a bumper crop of psychiatric disorders like manic depression, (laughs) and treating those other conditions might help them rein in their urge to be online. (laughs) On average, Internet addicts in the study report on average reported having five psychiatric disorders at some point in their lives, a finding that just blew me away, said psychiatrist Nathan Shapiro of the University of Cincinnati College of Medicine. It's unclear whether the Internet problem should be considered a disorder itself or just a symptom of something else, or whether certain uh, disorders promote excessive online use. He's scheduled to present the study Monday, meaning uh, yesterday or two days ago, at the annual meeting of the APA in Toronto. Oh, this is like a couple of weeks ago. How do you like that? Oh, by the way, speaking of Toronto, uh, Air Canada's on strike. They went on strike at midnight last night. The pilot said, do you, we want more money. And they said, "Uh, sorry. Can't do it, mister. Sorry. And so those of you Canadians who are looking forward to going home anytime in the near future, sorry. You're going to have to find some alternative method, like a dog sled or something like that, because Air Canada is on strike. Sorry, Helene. Won't be seeing you soon. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Computer nerds, baby. Like I told you, there's a lot of interesting stuff on the Internet. It's it's a lot of fun. If there's certain things you're looking for, you want to look up old newspaper articles, you want to read the history, you want to get the... There's just tons of good stuff on there. But there's also millions and millions and millions of misfits and sickos and wackos. And there's the living proof right there. An average of five other psychiatric disorders. In their lifetime. What a shock. 
wonder how the guy with the eyes is doing. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Uh, hello, Neil. Yes. Oh, you're killing me, Neil. I was on hold for 30 minutes. 27.55, not 30. And George, I told George I'm on a mobile, and I guess that doesn't help. Uh, I'm, you're not on your dime. I know it is my time. It is. It is. Well, you'll you'll get you know, over it. This is the Market's is up done. 33 points. You'll make it back in a half an hour. <laughs> there you go, uh, Neil. Uh, baseball, like you say, ponders. I hate it. You couldn't pay me to get to the stadium. Either you got me next to Big Fat Wayne. He has made some big real free good soda. Yeah. Uh, but the McGuire thing is definitely uh, interesting, and I'm following that. One of the things he said last night after he was, he was being interviewed, he goes, oh, well, what about this study? They're saying if you wear tight underwear, uh, you'll hit 65. If you wear loose socks, you'll hit 61. And all these proc uh, procrastinations and forecasting and stuff. And he said something <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. You know? yeah. He said, only the man upstairs knows what's going to happen. The man upstairs, yeah. yeah the, guy in the, attic. Said, the guy that got tied up in the attic. And then I said, praise the Lord, he's a Christian. Is it really? McGuire said this? McGuire said that last night. Oh, God. Oh, God. Come on, Sammy. Let's go, Sammy. No! <laughs> hey, I wanted to say one thing in closing, Neil. Eisen, you big MF! Okay, thank you. Okay, Dave County's open again. We're having trouble keeping it up today. Come on, can we get it up? I'll just see if we can keep it up. 5670560, Tom560 on the AT&T wireless line. I never got that impression from McGuire. I never heard any of the God bull crap from him. He never impressed me as one of those goody two-shoes jocks, which there are a hell of a lot of them. Always talking about the good man upstairs. I couldn't do it without him, but a beat, but all that crap. And guys, after they do something on the field or on the ice or whatever, they're always looking up in the sky like, uh, oh, oh, yeah, thank you so much. Like God had a big bet on me today. God for that. Here's Cooper City. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. How do you do? Okay, I do okay. What I don't understand about it, like those jocks like that is, what about the other guy on the other side of the field who's probably praying the same thing? I mean, well, he don't, he don't have the right phone number. Don't you understand? He's not on the right bat line. Unbelievable. How about that? The whole thing is so guy? idiotic that, that if there were a God that he, with all the stuff that's going on in the world, I just want you people out there with an IQ larger than your toenail, I want you to stop and think, with all the crap that's going on in the world, if there is such a thing as a God, which is ridiculous on the face of it, but if there were, that he's got time to worry about athletes and ball games, I mean, give me a freaking break. Yeah, plus, is that... That would be like saying that if God picked a radio station to listen to, we'd listen to all sports radio. There you go. <laughs> be pretty upset because they're all playing with balls and stuff, right? Exactly, and God uh, frowns on that. Hey, listen, I know... Especially that pigskin. Uh, does Robbie still have a little headache, or what's the deal with this He's uh, having his head examined, and the elites are having their heads examined because people want to know what they're even thinking about. Well, i got to tell you something. i got I... news for him. Montreal, Vancouver, and whoever else is interested, Edmonton, they must be making pretty weak offers if they're thinking about trading Potvin for Niedermeyer and Warner. They must be out of their minds. Well, maybe their stock is dropping like a market. The market's not dropping. The market's up 30, uh, not too good, but it's up 30. Well, if you would go, you know what, they, July 17th, they were at 9,300 now. I know that. I know, I'm just saying, but, you know. You're, you're telling, you're telling me like I don't know that? Like I don't know how much money I've lost on paper in the last six or seven weeks? How much? Plenty. Yeah. You, don't, you don't even want to know. I lost over 12. 
Let's, let's have a contest. Who's you lost, lost over twelve what? Twelve grand? Yeah. Twelve grand? Twelve grand. I got news for you. If I'd only lost, I I'd be having a party in the other room. I'd be I'd be dancing in the other room if I'd only lost twelve grand but on paper last week. Everything's relative. I'm just a schlep. Well, I'm not a schlep. I've worked for a hundred years to accumulate a few bucks, and I'm going to tell you, if I were a nervous Nelly, I, I'd be calling in sick all week long. But that's, I that's... I don't worry about those things. Yesterday I saw the markets up three hundred points. I called my broker. I said sell this, sell that. I uh, took a little bit of a profit there. Got some cash just in case, and I'm. Uh, Holding my head above water, huh? Liquidate. That's right. Hey, but I want to tell you, it's going up as we speak. You're you're an inspiration. It's up thirty, almost thirty-six points. The Nasdaq's up twenty-three. So uh, have no fear. For a few months, we'll be back. Have no fear. The depression is here. Yeah, we'll be back. Just money, right? That's right. We'll be okay. But listen, as far as the hockey tickets go, yeah, I gave up my season tickets last year. I found a guy. I got nice lower bowl seats. But I did have to send him a check, so they were asking to appear for days number two, uh, and you don't know what the hell was in there. It's very possible that that final bill could have come, and maybe they thought that I just, uh, I'm neglecting them. 16 QAM. There's no facts in, in the church. It's 11.34. Is there any other kind? 11.34 WQM. We have an open line. Can't we get an answer on this hockey ticket thing? I come on here here with this vast, gigantic audience out there. Usually, I'm the one that dispenses all the good information. And every now and then, I ask the question. And the guy could call that started this thing uh, several calls ago, uh, after I broached the question about, uh, since we're getting awfully close, how come I haven't received the final invoice? And are the uh, things in the mail? And are we supposed to have paid? And when are we getting the tickets? Et cetera, et cetera, and so on, since it's the 2nd of September. And I'm looking for, like, a little uh, confirmation on it. We can't get one single solitary person to, like, uh, give us uh, the MS on that. Very. Ask not what your goddamn talk host can do for you, okay? Ask what uh, crap is in the mail. That's a, and we come back to that mail situation again, don't we? Uh-huh. Yeah. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Vito. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Listen, I saw a couple of Missouri license plates out there last night. Did uh, you show it to them? Huh? Did you show it to them? Isn't that the show? That is that Kansas or Missouri? No, 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 you're right. Wrong, wrong, wrong state. Uh, Missouri is uh, the bluegrass state. Oh, anyway, the bluegrass? Uh, I, thought that, no, I thought Kentucky was the bluegrass state. You're right. Kentucky's the bluegrass Missouri state. Missouri is Missouri the show is... to me state. Whatever. But I'll anyway, go ahead. Picks. All right. Um, I was at the game last night, as you can imagine. Um, you know, I, I don't see, you know, what kills me is that, you know, you referred to him as a role model, and you're talking about some, like, chemical monkey who's, like, smashing home runs. You know what I mean? Well, what do you mean uh, by a chemical monkey? Are you going to start with that crap again? Let's say role model. I mean, you know, can you pick a better role model than a sports athlete, for Christ's sake? And second well, of all, like you know... Who? Like, give me a name. Huh? Give me a name. I don't know. Any one of Mother Teresa? How's that? Mother Teresa? She's dead. Mother Teresa. She's yes, dead. dead but she's, in case you, know, you haven't checked, she's wrinkled up, shriveled up, and dead in a doornail. You're right. You're and right. Why would you one male role model other than an athlete in this country, and I'll uh, listen to you. Ellie Wiesel. Who? Okay, great. Yeah, he's a, he's a chemical-built freak. Where's my case? What's the hope in this town? Just like the guy that wants to turn him into a big born-again freak and fanatic, which he's not. I've seen him on those press conferences a billion times. I've, I watch all these ball games where he's hitting his home runs. I don't ever hear him make those references. So he made some, uh, you know, comment, the man upstairs. People say that. Like I say, oh, thank God it's uh, the market's up. But this is such a negative bunch of assholes in this goddamn town. Did we get, well, who's that calling the bat line? Was that about my ticket? And what's the story? What's the uh, info? 
It was Norm wanting me to ask you if you would like him to call the Panthers organization. Ah, you see, here we go again. I thought maybe it was Rimmer or somebody who might have some information, not somebody who's worried about his goddamn tickets. Here, here we go again. Uh, you people think you've got problems, okay? Not only is my mail like lost in space out there with uh, with June Lockhart, but uh, also I got an attorney who's only worried about his goddamn sports tickets. How's he coming on that syndicating deal? Any more word on that? No. How's he coming with George's bonus? He seen that yet? No. How's he coming with uh, anything? Anything. But all you gotta do is mention sports tickets, and right away there's Norma Kent on the phone. Oh, but a beep, but a boop, but a yeah, go ahead. Here's uh, it, it, it just it just tears your kishki. It just wears you down. It just wears you down. Predictable, one-dimensional people. Neurotic repetition. Always the same. Always the same crap. Norma. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. All right, first of all, Mark McGuire is God. Yeah. How do, how do you like these assholes trying to appear on his parade now? Second of all. Yes. I am a friend of Bruce and Adam from the hockey ticket, so I talked to you a bunch of times. Yeah. I got confirmation on your Panther tickets. I paid the bill about four weeks ago. Oh. And they sent oh. out... I know I paid the bill because I got my visa statement already, and I'm officially broke. Yeah. And they send out the tickets about the third week of September. Okay. So you need to check with that. And I got one other thing for you. I had a Bill Lindsay sighting last night. Yeah. Outside the stadium. So he asked me if... He goes, how about that Mark McGuire? So he didn't even want to talk hockey. He just talked about baseball. Of course. But he's a good guy. He signed an no, autograph. He's a good guy, right. Or he posed for a picture with my son and I, and he's, he's a great guy. Yes, sir. So I just want to let you know, need to check with the Panthers on that. Okay, thanks for the good news. You're welcome. Thank you. See, there you go. There's the guy who knows what he's talking about. No BS. And the other guy was also no BS, but I just want a little verification, because anybody can call these shows and say, bada-beep, bada They say all kinds of crap. That's all we needed. Just something to make me feel a little bit worse, to know that uh, I, if it was sent to me, it's lost. Lost in space, lost in the mail. Thank you again, the great letter carriers of America, really doing it for us. You know, my mail is starting to catch up now. The only problem being that the mail from like the 7th of August, which is the day after my mail was stolen, from the 7th of August till about a week later, that's all uh, hasn't shown up yet. You think there's a chance I'll ever see it? No. So somewhere along the line, for like about five, six days worth of mail, has just vanished into thin air. Because the letter carriers of America out there are underpaid, and they can't quite get the job done because it's computerized. It's computerized, baby. So here we are. It's only the 2nd of September. It's only about a month later, and I'm still hanging my ass looking for where the hell my mail is and all these other bills that I'm waiting for, including my damn hockey tickets, which to me is the most important goddamn thing in the world. Oh, Jesus, Joseph and Saul. Yeah, Norm, go check it out, okay? Go do some work. Go save uh, some life somewhere. Can you, uh, can, yes, you can. I was going to say, can you believe it? But I mean, why should, would I even ask that question? Am I that stupid? Uh-huh. 20 till noon at 560 WQM. You want... It's the Marlins and Cards tonight from Pro Player Stadium. Get your McGuire souvenirs here. Join Joe Angel Dave of AM. Regresa Canadá, Judio Bastardo. You from Dutch Bastards. In conjunction with the good folks who put the play in Playtex, it's Swisher Queefs. For the woman who's looking for more than a cotton cork to plug her gushing gash. You get the light touch and the right taste. The blend is sublime. Why don't you pick one up and smoke it sometime? With a drop of mint. For pleasure, without morning cigar breath. It's balanced for the light touch and the right taste, my friend. The light touch and the right taste. 
sublime. Why don't you pick one up and smoke it sometime? Enjoy Swisher Queens. Firm, round, and fully packed. Choose the one that suits you best and give it a try. You get the light touch and the right taste. The blend is sublime. Why don't you pick one up and smoke it sometime? It's 11.44 at 560 WQM. Are we getting a tremendous positive response to this Mark McGuire episode on this show? No. Wow. He's a chemical of built freak, and he's a uh, born-again asshole. And Okay, whatever you say. Yeah, let's uh, have your kids look up to somebody that can really admire, like Ellie Wiesel. Huh? Like, does anybody, does anybody here, I know who the hell he is, but does anybody know who he is? Is there any kid in America besides those uh, those poor uh, Hasidic Jews that are walking around with the beanies on their head? Is there anybody who knows who he is? No. So what the hell are you talking about, asshole? God. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Wait a minute. Oh, Good morning, Neil. Hello. Wearing black. Where's my helmet? Hang on, sir. What 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 is I this? Never come to your show. What what is this? I never come to your show. <laughs> the only reason why I never come here is because I'm too fat. Too fat for what? You were saying all morning. Too fat and too loud. I've never come. You, know, to you notice how he was on there last night talking about how I'm screaming and I'm so loud. On my loudest day of my life, I'm never even in the same league with you. Okay. Oh, Neil. And get out! Get out of here! Oh man! Get out of here! Go kiss Schmo Griffin. Okay, she's she's got the big bucks. Get out of here. But I love you. Let me say it again. Which word did you understand? Get out of here, Don Cox. <laughs> Can you imagine me walking in the middle of a Power 96 show? Kid Curry would drop a <laughs> load in the hallway out there. Come into my show. Either. No, thanks. I got an audience over the age of 10. Thank you. Oh, so anyway... What the F was that? Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach, and I apologize profusely. Hello. Hello, Neil. Can you believe that? Uh, I got preempted for that fat for asshole. that fat slob. This, uh, seriously, I thought he looked fat on a TV thing. He must weigh 600 pounds. Unbelievable. I just wanted to echo uh, what the previous caller said about the tickets. I did receive my final notice on August 3rd. Oh, my God. And, so where uh, the hell is mine? I was still getting my well, mail August 3rd. Yeah, well, it's got to be the post office, Neil. Uh, of course, I didn't send it then because I don't want Baldy collecting interest on my money. Yeah, well, when's, um, the, when's the deadline to send in the money? I'm afraid to ask that question. Well, I actually, I got a second notice on the 16th, so uh, that's yeah, when but, I sent it out. Yeah, but today's September no, number two already. It's already September. Yeah, well, I had to got lost in the mail. USPS, hard at work for you, as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, about the Niedermeyer uh, pot ban deal, uh, I think Brian Merck ought to have his head examined. He basically told them he's damaged goods. Uh, if they want their doctor to check him, I mean, what's the problem with that? Right. I mean, I don't understand. Yeah, if he, if really he, want... You know what the problem is? I think he's terrified that they're going to find something that uh, is not right there or, like, find uh, there's nothing between the ears and that that's going to sour the deal. So, and, and you see, here's what he's terrified. If that happens, not only will it sour that deal, but it'll sour any other prospective deal they have with anybody else to, for trade Niedermeyer. Which you just yeah. know that they got to be desperate to trade Robbie away. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. they got to they got to be just dying to get rid of him. You know what's going to happen? We're going to end up with Sean Burke. You watch. Oh, for four million a year, <laughs> Sean Burke and uh, and uh, uh, Captain Jerk McLean. Yeah, you got Kirk the Jerk and Burke the Jerk. It'd be a perfect combo. Yeah, that's like having two slabs of Swiss cheese on your sandwich, man, both loaded with holes. 
<laughs> Thanks for the uplifting call, pal. You're welcome. Okay, we'll be seeing you. Thanks for the good news. We have an open line in Dave, 5670560. I'm going to tell you that Norm Kent, instead of worrying about all these uh, degenerates, he ought to be worrying about my hockey tickets right now and taking care of that right now. Because I'll take a check over there this afternoon just to make sure that uh, that doesn't slip through the cracks. One more example. You wondered, you thought I was uh, getting a little over-hyperventilating there with that mail situation? See, the mail, I hate to break the news to you, letter carriers out there, but it's the way that people like, communicate with each other, like if there are bills or checks or stuff like that, fairly important in people's lives, that you people are giving a song and a dance. Well, you know, if you got anything within 10 to 14 days, you should kiss the ground. You're pretty lucky. Yeah, how about kissing my ass, okay, you imperious idiots over there at the post office? Like I said before, you could strap a big knapsack to my big dog's ass and he could schlep the mail, and I guarantee he's a lot smarter than most of these letter carriers. He could schlep the mail over to that new box in no time, in a day or so, in a few hours. But, oh, it's got to take at least three, maybe four weeks, maybe 125 days. Yeah, okay, whatever you say. You guys are brutal. You're impossible. Inept. Yeah, but if you knew the volume we got, yeah, we know the volume you got. Volume of, that's it. Here's Miami. Hello. Did you bastard? Okay, thank you. Oi. Thank you, my spick friend. We have an open line of date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T line. How the hell do you know I was Jewish? Oh, I'm sorry. Here's uh, Miami Lakes. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, first, I'd like to say uh, thank you for, uh, well, let me see how can I put it. How, uh, how can you put it? <laughs> uh, when I started listening to you, Jeff? I was going through some doubts in the in the Christian religion, and um, and I was brainwashed in, in the church. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I was brainwashing to believing that uh, you know the la di la di la whatever. La di da di da. Though you said it very well, sir. Okay, That's perfect. So la di da di da. So um, you know when I started having those doubts, everybody thought I was going crazy because I was very uh, very much into the religion, and I used to go preaching to my friends and everybody. Oh my God. <laughs> When I was like, uh, I say, 17, 18, I started realizing on my own that uh, it wasn't making any sense. Oh my God! <laughs> the more I learned about it, the more I got turned off, and the, m the more I realized the contradiction within the Bible. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, I, like that very first page I read that day about uh, the sun and the stars and the day. That he he made the sun to rule the day and the and then the moon to rule the night and then he made the stars also, which of course we know now that the sun is just a star. But the exactly. primitive people that wrote that crap had no idea about that. All they knew is that there was two lights up there in the day, and so he made the sun for the daytime and the moon for the nighttime, as if, as if they just uh, show up there at uh, particular times. Yeah. And oh God. And it's also funny that uh, they they were saying that the Earth was flat 500 years ago yeah. when the the older civilizations like uh, the Egyptians and the Mayas they knew that yeah. they knew all the planets were lined up. Well, you're going to get the Pope all upset again. It took him 500 years to apologize to Galileo. Now he's going to have to start apologizing to them too. I mean that's ridiculous. And another thing, uh, changing the subject, uh, George uh, he says something about the Jews being camels. Yeah. I saw the show the other night uh, on uh, channel 60. I don't want to say, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and uh, tell them not to forget that the Moors, they ruled uh, Spain for 800 years. I don't have Moors in the family, sir. Huh? Yes, no he Arabs does. in my Yes, background. he does. He's got okay, a bunch so, of laundry. So in fact, you know something? He Until the TV people started coming in here, he used to wear a turban to work every day. Oh, really? In fact, one day, I think <laughs> he borrowed ass. David Neal Tucson <laughs> Chaco. That's right. He used so, to come in here on his ass. So he, that was he my should, diaper. I'd, uh, then he probably knows uh, thank that. Thank you not to make fun of that. 
I'm sorry. When, uh, so you probably know that when we say ojalá, we are we're saying... Uh, no, you say ojalá. Well, you don't say ojalá? No, I don't. No, he pitches for the Marlins. All right. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. All right, thank you. God care. bless us all. All right. Okay. Yeah, you little laundry head in there. Who the hell are you kidding? Hey, how room. about Gary Moore? Is he in your family tree? We have an open line in Dave, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Religion, my ass. And you know, I'm going to tell you another thing as long as I'm getting some crap off my chest today. The people that really, if you want to believe your stuff, fine, I don't care. That's, uh, that's uh, up to you. But number one, I don't want to be inundated with it. And number two, I don't want to, when I'm out there driving on the public highways that I help to build with my tax dollars like all the rest of you did, I don't want to have to be hitting the puss with it, okay? Your car, I hate to break the news to you, your car is not a moving billboard to advertise your superstition. Jesus saves and Jesus this and the little fish with the, oh, get out of here already with that. If you believe it, fine. Why do you have to be so intolerant? It is so goddamn rude. These are supposed to be the good people, the Christian people, right? And they're the rude people. They're the intolerant people. Because if they were tolerant and understood that, it's just like having to go in there at the, in a football game, to a football game, and they got an invocation. See, when I watch a football game at my house, even though I have to pay, like, uh, you know, on the satellite dish, whatever the hell I pay for the package, and it's very minimal, but at least I buy the freedom to sit there in my house, and I don't have to stand before the game and mumble a lot of mumbo-jumbo in Jesus' name. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I remember, seriously, I'm wound up about this because it pisses me off. You assholes out there, my Jewish friends who go to those Dolphin games, I was a season ticket holder for five years, okay, with my own goddamn money. And one of the things that really frosts my ass, I tried to start a thing about not standing for the invocation, hoping that if enough people sat on their ass and realized that going to a pay to, paying to go to a sporting event where there are all different kinds of people with all religious beliefs or lack of, is not the place to have a religious exercise. We don't have religious, we don't have invocations at baseball games, at basketball games, at hockey games, at the racetrack, any other goddamn plan. We need it at the racetrack. No place else except at football games. Please rise while Reverend Chagadio uh, uh, comes out there. Father O'Toole gives the invocation. And here's all these poor Jews up there. Only Fat Rich and I and one or two other people had the guts to sit down. And not stand for the invocation. We would stand for the national anthem, and as soon as that Getschke got out there and started hawking and shining, we sat right down in the chair. And all we got was dirty looks. Dirty looks. And here's my Jewish friends out there, including many in my section, by the way, my Yiddish friend, standing there while Father O'Toole is going, Oh, but we better move in Jesus' name, yeah. And they're just standing there like obedient sheep who wound up paying 50 or 60 bucks or more to come into a goddamn sporting event and had to turn, it turned into a Sunday church episode. You people are spineless, you're gutless, you're a bunch of goddamn sheep. And the day that I spend my hard-earned dollars to go into any kind of an event so I can be embarrassed and humiliated with somebody else's religious hocus-pocus, that'll be a cold goddamn day in hell. Oh, God! You're goddamn right. You idiots, you fools. The National Football League with its prayer. The National Football League, which was the only sporting event, by the way, that decided that their event was too important after President Kennedy got assassinated. Every other sport, the NHL, the NBA, everything else in the world, didn't participate that weekend in respect to a dead president, okay? Which they thought was a little bit more important. But the National Goddamn Effing Football League, they had to go, the game had to go on. Because that was more important. We're talking about not a national pastime. We're talking about a national neurosis is what we're talking about. Stand up for a goddamn prayer at a football game. Are you people out of your goddamn minds? Uh -huh. You bet your sweet ass you are.
that you have to pay to go into. It's like back in the days when I was in high school and we used to have those assemblies. And, of course, this is in Canandaigua, New York, where there may be like ten Jewish families. But nevertheless, at the assembly, we had the Lord's Prayer. Oh, yes, in Jesus' name. Yeah, right. And I used to say, Jesus, are we doing this again? And they'd look at me and say, shut up, you bastard, and sit down. I did. Four minutes before noon at 5 And they said, someday he'll be making a lot of money doing that Oy. on the radio. You know, when you think of one at 560 WQM, sure it brings back a lot of good memories to me. Couldn't we turn back the clock? We have an open line in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile on uh, the alley with the uh, pig report. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just wanted to call and say, you know, for long-time listener, first-time caller, and took something for me to really get pissed off about. I'm driving across from Naples, a cultural wasteland today, yeah. and I get the mile marker 34 on the alley, which is in the middle of the Everglades. Yeah. There sits one Broward County Sheriff's car right over the overpass with his radar gun on. And just down the road, there are four other Broward County Sheriff's patrol cars pulling people over in a construction zone where speeding fines double. And those assholes should be back in Fort Lauderdale trying to stop crime. Yeah. They're in the middle of the Everglades. They should be out there getting all those bastards that are running the red lights uh, killing people. I'm telling you, it's enough to make you crazy. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm out of material. Just wanted to let everybody know, mile marker's 34. So you got nailed? No, uh, it didn't get me. I got a radar detector. All right. <laughs> nice work, pal. All right. See ya. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. That thing at the football games, that was only one of many aspects that uh, convinced me beyond a shadow of a doubt. Why waste your time? But God almighty. Watching a bunch of adults, I'm not talking about little kids who feel that they're compelled to, uh, you know, do whatever the hell everybody else tells them to do. But watching a bunch of adults who are like Jews and atheists and uh, Christian scientists and whatever the hell, whatever they are, just standing up dutifully, going through some religious exercise by somebody who has, just like when a rabbi is out there and hear these Christians go uh, standing up because some rabbi is talking about, at least he's not doing it in Hebrew anyway. Because except for the very orthodox, the Jews tend to be somewhat less intolerant than the very orthodox of the Goyim. Although the very orthodox of both of them are crazier in a bed bug. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think you do. Oh, and, and speaking, I, I'm just out of control. I saw a thing, a rabbi, who I had on my show years ago. I can't remember which one. They all look the same. They all look real Jewish. It was on public television, and he was demonstrating he was laying to fill in. He was demonstrating the very thing that your accountant, David, the crazy Jew, did to you that day, where they wrapped these straps around your That's arm, and they put that crazy thing on the forehead, the and box. they, like, cut off the circulation. I am going to tell you something, my friends. There are crazy people walking around on the loose. You know, the president got into trouble for laying Monica. These people are laying to fill him. At least laying Monica may or may not have, uh, you know, been uh, a fun time. Well, it's kind of sexual. It's an S&M oh, thing. it's a yeah, sexual. It's not an S and M thing. It's a M thing. Pure, unadulterated masochism. The S part stands for stupidity. Laying to fill in. There, oh, I, I wish that everybody in the world could see this. Because I'm one Jew that's going to be honest enough to tell you that the crazy Arabs are no crazier than the crazy fanatical Jews. They they deserve each other. They that's a match made in heaven. 
And they're all circumcised, too, by the way, George. I thought I would throw that in there for you while I'm on a roll. Oh, God. He's tying these straps around and, and his arm, like your arm that day. I, I was getting panicky, and your arm was purple. Oh, that wasn't my arm. Yeah, right. Believe me, if it was something else, I wouldn't have been looking. God. I mean, you ever squeeze anything so tight that it turned purple? Uh-huh. Well, that's beside, not that. God almighty, they're, they're doing this, and, they, and they've got that thing on their forehead, and they're wearing all these 40 pounds of clothing. And they expect people to go out to ball games and pay 50 and 100 bucks to go to see a, a sporting event. And they got to go through some goddamn hocus-pocus. Reli- see, we're supposed to have freedom of religion and freedom from religion in this country. That's what you don't understand. What a concept. So if you want to participate in your barbaric, embarrassing rituals, be my guest, okay? We'll just sit back and laugh at you. But if the rest of us don't, then don't inflict it, us upon, it upon us. Especially places where we're going to watch a goddamn entertainment event and don't want to go to a... Re- if we want to go to a religious exercise, we'll go to shul, we'll go to church, we'll go some goddamn place. Here's Miami Beach. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Um, yeah, I, you were talking earlier about uh, 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 spaghetti sauce. Uh, what is it called? Mama what? Mama la sauce. Mama la pinga? Uh, that's it? what it's called. That's it. It's a Cuban spaghetti sauce. We have an open line in uh, date, 567 Another one of your little Julios. 567 He got all worked up when Don Cox came in here. That's what got him out of the world. He was probably listening to Power 96 before. And by the way, you TV people, I just want to give you a little piece of advice, okay? Since I saved your asses and your jobs for like the next three months doing this show with those Israeli skinheads or whatever they are, Don Cox is not somebody we need on this program. Don Cox is definitely not somebody I need or want in this studio at any time of my life. So if there are people out there encouraging him because they're trying to orchestrate what they consider to be exciting events on his show, go out there and tape some exciting events. Go to the beach and tape some nude, hot-looking people out there. Steal some of the leftovers from tens and drop those in on the show. Then we'll get some goddamn people watching. That's right. I mean, what would you rather see? Some scantily clad, young, uh, well-tanned body, whatever turns you on, or Don Cox? I mean, is that like a tough question? Do we have to have a seminar on that? Do we have to put it to a goddamn vote? They're all denying any involvement with Don Cox in that episode. They're involving, they're denying involvement with Cox? It's not what I heard. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, just wanted to say kudos to Mark McGuire, kudos yeah. to Sammy Sosa, but more importantly, kudos to you. Because... fading, looking up. Heck, Wilson, move over! Uh, yeah, you've just been tied. More importantly, kudos to you. Your show cracks me up every night. When yeah. you look like with that yarmulke on I your know. head, you look like the head on my uncut 11-inch penis. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Thank you. That's, that's the same guy that called yesterday about the pimple on, the, pimple on his ass. Thank you. I'm so, so glad you're enjoying the show, by the way. You must have a beautiful penis. We have an open line in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. He's watching every night, just like everybody else is. That's why we got a share. Uh, oh! We don't even have any numbers today because they're probably too embarrassed. And the shows last night were both excellent, by the way. They're both very, very good, except for Don Cox. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. Uh, six years down here listening to the show, uh, moving out of the state on Friday. Congratulations to you, sir. 
Thank you. Especially after listening to that last call, it was just more reason to go. Yeah. And uh, living in Boca Raton, and I think it was the free lunch at Wolfie's with the people fainting in the aisle for the $5 sandwich. That put you right over the edge. That just gave me the impetus to get the hell out of here. And uh, I'd like to make one quick request to uh, tell a friend of mine goodbye. Yeah. John, you're a Guido-loving douchebag. Okay, Thank pal. Good luck to you. Have a great life. Bye now. Okay, there's a guy who's bailing out. The Dow's up 72, the Nasdaq's up 35. Let's hear it. Come on. I'm not going to get too enthused or excited, but we're starting to like, uh, you know, I feel a little bit less psychotic than I did two days ago sitting here watching my life flash before my eyes. And as for the guy that called before and says he's 12 grand out, oh, baby, 12 grand to me. That's, uh, I understand it's all relative, but boy, would that be sweet or what? Uh -huh. Speaking of uh, money, while other Toyota dealers... The QAM. You're helping all the boys. I'm a Catholic. ABC. Look at this. See, I told you I had the I had the first word on this. This is from a radio and records. Street talk heard at fast time that longtime WIOD Miami Morning WIOD Miami Morning fixture. Alice Rantel, who never worked on WIOD. How do you like that? Nice going, Radio and Records. It goes to show you, because somebody prints it somewhere, does that necessarily mean it's uh, no. any relationship to the truth? No. Like that article about, about Paxson and me in the uh, Palm Beach Post the other day? No. Not even not even two words of truth in there. Alice Rantel is about to join KABC Los Angeles. Insiders were also whispering about negotiations station management's having with at least two more potential hosts as the ABC-owned talker begins really to gear up its rebuilding process under new program director, wait till you hear this, Drew Hayes. <laughs> oh, Drew Hayes! <laughs> you know who Drew Hayes is? You long-time, old-time listeners. Remember the days of W. Snooze many, 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 many years ago we were doing that boring pun? Drew Hayes was a little punk who used to be doing overnight talk on the weekends for us, and he used to scream so loud, he was on from midnight to six, that by three, four in the morning every night, he would be hoarse, he would lose his voice. He couldn't talk, because he was screaming and yelling. Drew Hayes went on to become program director at WLS in Chicago. Oh, oh my God. Boy. And now he's the PD at KABC in Los Angeles. Boy. And you wonder about this business? You talk about this business? Here's a kid that wouldn't know a talk show if you stuck it up his... Uh, Wreck him. And this guy's PD at KABC hiring Alice Rantel. Oh, he'll go over big out there in L.A., baby. Good luck to you, Alice. You'll need it. God. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560. Did you hear the good news? We're probably going back on here in Fort Myers, maybe, possibly, oh! because they finally got some ratings on that station over there, the Beasleys, and they can't get over it. Plus, they had 8 million phone calls, people bitching. How come you took that crazy Neil off the air over here? Because everybody and their brother under the age of 100 was listening, all 10 of us. There you go. But being the cowards that they are, you know, they got a couple of calls from the AFA and the FFA and the uh, Future Farmers of America, or whatever the hell it was. And right away, oh, better pull that off. Yeah, pull this. Here's a mobile in Durrell. Hello. Hey, Neil, how's yeah. it going? Okay, sir. Uh, I would like to talk to you today about religion, and I would like to invite every idiot out there listening who believes in God uh, to listen to what I'm about to say. Oh, God. Now, according to some Jehovah's who I talked to, uh, the Earth has only been here 6,000 years. Uh -huh. I figure I was here. Mm -hmm. Okay, then, then they come out with this crap about Noah's Ark. Well, I have a question. We have saltwater animals, and we have freshwater animals. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you account as the Earth flooded over... That either all the salt water don't you understand that God was the first one to institute the don't ask, don't tell policy? I know. Don't ask, and I won't tell. Archaeologists uh, find uh, skeletal remains from species extinct for a million years, 
This idiot will tell you, well, carbon dating uh, doesn't work. Carbon doesn't dating, matter. that's the work of the devil, don't you understand that? That's what the religious nuts will tell you. It's the work of the devil. Well, I'd like to tell the religious nuts that carbon dating is near an exact science within around 5,000 years. Right. Now, as any piece of matter... Yeah. As any piece of matter decays on this planet, it loses a certain amount of radiation per year. That is how they measure carbon dating. Okay, so any religious idiot out there, I'd like them to call Neil, and I'd like them to explain to him how we can have fossils several million years old, Satan. how we yeah. can have species that that have uh, evolved. It's a satanic plot, don't you understand by... it? Excuse me? I think Beelzebub had something to do with it. I don't know. It just so you, 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 me. Don't you understand? These people have been brainwashed from birth, and their brains are closed. You can't reason with people who can't think. Yeah, but I, Where there's but no I sense, there's no feeling. I mean, you show these idiots proof of evolution, skeletal remains over millions of years, and they'll sit to your face and say, oh, that's wrong. They won't sit on my face. Yeah. It's right there. Well, your face. save your breath, pal, because you're dealing with a bunch of lunatics. All right, Neil. Thank, thank God. Thank God all his religious killings are in the world today anyway, right? <laughs> we have an open line in Dayton, two in Broward, 5670560. Pound five. And you notice something, this thing about the invocation at the football games? I, th this is another one of those things. I've brought it up 50 billion times over the years on here. And you people are all such a bunch of spineless cowards. Not only won't you uh, not stand up for that at the ball games, which is totally unacceptable and inappropriate, you won't even talk about it. You won't even talk about it because you're such a bunch of pussies because your ball game is so goddamn important to you that you're willing to be de just uh, dehumanized and humiliated and degraded and stand there for some idiotic, stupid, hocus-pocus religious exercise and you don't give a crap. I mean, what's the hope? What's the use? Looking for somebody in this country who's got some backbone, got some balls, it's like looking for a goddamn needle in a haystack. Here's a mobile in Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. You were talking about Cephalin. I get this story. Last week, I'm in a client's office. Some sugar walks in. Oh. Whips out uh, Cephalin. He whips it out? Yeah. Whips it out, throws it on my head, wraps my arm so tight. Oh. I thought I was going to end up with a stroke. Yeah. Has me bench with him, a uh, minion, and just takes it off and leaves. No, and no charge? No charge. Such a deal. Now, I got one other thing to ask you. What you think of the article... <laughs> What did you think of the article this morning about uh, Robbie? Well, what do you mean, what did I think of the article? Where he comes out and admits, I'm not 100% right. Let, let, me, let me say it again. There's one line in the article that I read before. I'll read it again. It says, according to sources, Mike Smith of Toronto will make the deal only if he can have a head injury expert of his own choosing examine Niedermeyer. Murray says that's not an option. Let me say it to you right now. Anybody that would, uh, if anybody in Toronto makes the deal, they're the ones who should have their head examined. Exactly. The kid's even admitting that he can't play. That's right. In addition to which, when he does play, he's still a pussy anyway. He shows up like once every th three or four games, and the rest of the time he goes out there and skates figure eights, and he, he looks like he's lost. He's a nice kid, but he's just not motivated. He doesn't have the fire in the belly that it takes to go out there and compete at that level. He doesn't not, have it. He's not his brother. And he's never going to have it. You're right. Never going to be his brother. Good luck to us. the Olympics for figure skating. Okay. Take care. See ya. Okay, we're coming down to a precious couple now. See, now is when these lines ought to be blazing. Now is when these lines ought to be on fire. And they're dormant. Now we got two calls left on the board. A lot of negative calls today about Mark McGuire. He's a, a creation of um, uh, uh, a laboratory somewhere. Drugs. He's a born-again nut, which he's not. But uh, that, that's what you get here. 
And you think I'm just making it up when I tell you what a negative, hostile town this is? Hostile. Negative. Two open lines in day, two in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on that mobile one line. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I have uh, one question. I'm a little confused. Um, Willie's punishment for lying was that he loses his job if that happens. Monica's punishment going to be for lying, like they're going to sew her she's mouth got, up She's got something. immunity. She has no punishment for anything. She's got immunity. And people are talking about, well, how come he didn't apologize to her? She ought to apologize to Hillary and the whole goddamn country because she went there with her presidential knee pads on. She knew exactly what she was doing. She's the one that created this whole mess. Right, that's what I On the dress. The, how could they give her immunity on that? Because now they see that she lied. Yeah. Because they're saying, you know, Willie, you lied with Paulie yeah, well, Jones. Yeah, guess what? Nobody cares. Shit. Sorry, nobody cares. Dow's up 110. The NASDAQ's up 43. That's what we oh. care about. Open line and date. All of Broward, wide open, like somebody just took the Broward lines and just uh, yanked them. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Thanks for putting uh, fresh. See. You sent to me? Yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. That's it. Okay, that's it. Thanks for Papua the Fresh, and that's the end of the show. Okay. How, how is this possible? How is it possible that I'm sitting here as animated as a goddamn Mexican jumping bean, and these people are like uh, in a coma? You can't get to them with a goddamn horse whip. You can beat them overhead with a two-by-four. You can't squeeze a response out of these goddamn people. I keep telling myself the same thing over and over again. Do I ever learn that lesson? No. No. Because once I accept that, I'm just going to lay down on the floor here for four hours, get up when it's time to do a spot, and then it'll be it. And hope that they'll still pay me for doing that. It's on. And here's, here's Kendall with 82 question marks. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going? Okay. I uh, went to a lot of Marlins games last year. I'm only one to two this year. Boston Red Sox, and I'm going today to see Big Mac. Yeah. All the rest of them, they could all go to hell in a handbag. All right. Um, presidential knee pads must be worn out by now. All the okay, thank you. Okay, we have an open line in Broward. Now, what were all the question marks on there? So you got me nervous with that guy. Oh, I thought it was the Bugarron guy. No, it's not the Bugarron guy, okay? This guy may be a Bugarron, but uh, that's his business, okay? Quit being so nosy, will you? All you spicks are so nosy. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Thank God us Jews aren't so nosy. Just ask the people living in the condos. So you don't have to worry about your mail uh, if, if you live in the condos because your neighbors will take care of it for you. They'll make sure it's all in there and where it's from and uh, etc. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. How you doing? I just like to say congratulations to uh, McGuire. I feel bad for Sosa because I don't think he gets the publicity he should. He's not getting any publicity. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. I heard what you said this morning. He's from the it. Dominican Republican. That's <laughs> why. He's too dark-complected. It's really sad. You know, what would ha What would the world say if he was the one to break it? McGuire didn't even make it. Uh-huh. That's out of the question, of course. But listen, I wanted to tell you, I was over in Fort Myers a few years back when yeah. you were on the air over there. What do you mean a few years back? When we were well, on the air the first time, yeah, for about five yeah. minutes? Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, and I work at a job where I'm in people's homes all the time, and I used to take the radio in. And I'll tell you, that's a Bible Belt over there. I know. You know? They don't like you at all. Well, there are a lot of we we had ratings over there. It's the first time that station ever had numbers in the history that's been on the air. Oh yeah, it was great. It was great. They're considering putting it back on the air, which I find just unbelievable. And we'll, we'll see if they had the balls to do it. 
any any consolation to you. I used to drive people nuts and take my radio in and listen to it, whether they liked it or not. Well, God bless you. You're God, Neil. See ya. Bye. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Wouldn't that be quite a turnaround for the Beastie uh, the Beasley boys to all of a sudden grow a little tiny pair and put the Neil Rogers show back on WWCN in Fort Myers where they got 50 billion calls the uh, first couple of days when they arbitrarily took it off to put a bunch of paid religion on over there because they are going to allow a bunch of Bible thumpers to tell them what to put on here. See, this is what I'm talking about. You want to be a Bible thumper, go thump it someplace else. Don't thump it in my puss. If you want to thump it in my puss, you better look pretty good, okay? That's all I can tell you. Where are we going? Let's, uh, what is it? A mobile in uh, Tamarack. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you today? Okay. I just uh, was coming down Sample Road, and there's this great billboard that says, If you continue taking my name in vain, I'll make rush hour longer. God. Oh, no. Can you imagine they're going to make rush hour longer? God damn it. Well, where did you see that goddamn billboard? On uh, Sample going west. Neil God. Yeah. At least Neil God. Right. And, and, the, and, and Neil God sticker, damn it. And the bumper sticker the other day, Neil, it said, Before I formed you, I knew you. God. Hmm. Hmm. Amazing. Pro profound. Profound. I okay. Thought so. God bless Talk you, my child. Okay, see you. Okay, let's uh, stick that wafer in your push now and drink some of the wine. But don't drink out of that chalice that the priest... I'm telling you, I've been warning you guys out there, that's what's proliferating a lot of this disease. You keep drinking that wine out of the same uh, chalice as, as the priest. There's no fact in, in the church. Oh, man, I wouldn't put my lips on that. We have an open line in day one in Broward, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. If you're car 560QM, before I leave here at 2 o'clock today, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to hear from at least one person... If it's the last day, in fact, I won't leave here, period, until I hear from one person who goes to the Dolphin Games, and this is supposed to be your do Dolphin Station, and a lot of you who I know very, very well who used to sit in my section there, 142, I want to hear from somebody out there who tells me why they stand during that invocation and if they think that it's an appropriate place to be having a goddamn prayer at a football game. That's what I want to hear. You see, you know, some people, including George and others, like Al Goldstein, are always saying that, you know, people are a bunch of pansies, that uh, the sports people. See, the football people think they're the most macho of all the sports people. I hate to break the news to you, they're the biggest pansies of all. Because they don't even have the guts just to sit down there and make a statement. They're like, uh, like little obedient soldiers like the Nazis were. Yeah, they're, they're just conditioned to do whatever the hell they're told to do. Everybody rise now. Father O'Toole's going to go out there and talk about the altar boys, whatever the hell he's going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Two open lines in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Bunch of pussies. Fort Lauderdale, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, let me see. Just, uh, I watch your TV show. Just wanted to add another person to your personal list there. All right. And, Up to uh, eight. All right. And actually, uh, about a year and a half ago, my family was briefly a Nielsen family. All right. Uh, too, have, too bad it was so long ago, though. Well, we, we didn't last very long because they, they never gave us a box or anything. We had just, uh, like, a paper form we had to fill out and send in the mail. Yeah. And they send you, like, a bunch of quarters or something for, <laughs> for doing the work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was good to have a bunch of quarters. Well, for some people, it might be their sole income. But uh, 
anyway, it, it was, you know, a lot of time to sit there and fill out the, the thing after watching every single show uh, and the form, too. Right. And uh, so, you know, we just never bothered doing it. But uh, I wonder, in your crusade, here's some ammo, actually, in your crusade against the whole Nielsen rating system. Uh, how unbiased could it possibly be? If you're a family who has the box, aren't you going to, you know, not watch certain shows because you don't want them to think that you're the kind of family that watches oh watch. absolutely there's no or, question about it right and especially you don't want them to think that you're the kind of family that would watch you know someone crude like neil so i don't know i just i find yeah but if you are watching it you can't fool the box that, well yeah but it, if you're not using the box if you're filling out the paper form or regardless still it's it, it can't be a biased thing mm -hmm. and uh, anyway i also wanted to say thank you for uh the book you gave me which was the uh what sucks about south florida right it actually came in as a pretty handy reference tool because i was moving from north miami to coral springs and i wasn't all that familiar with coral springs oh yeah they had a list of all the gangs in there it was pretty good <laughs> yeah for you know the gang leaders their home phone numbers mm -hmm. and things like that but uh, just just you know lists of phone numbers for cable companies uh utilities stuff like that it, post office i wasn't expecting how to get that. your mail forwarded real fast <laughs> yeah anyway i think that's all i have to say for today have a good day neil okay uh, arrivederci thanks a lot Okay, we have an open line in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560. I want to hear from somebody out there who's got the guts to sit through the invocation. And the, see, the problem with people is they're too worried about what other people will think of them, okay? They're too goddamn worried about what other people will think of them. And quite frankly, I don't give a flying crap what anybody thinks. Which doesn't mean I go out of my way to offend people, but nevertheless, I express my opinions the way I feel like it. I dress the way I want to dress, like a slob, and I do whatever the hell I want. And if people don't like it, give them the bafangula, baby. I don't care. What the hell do I give a crap about people that I don't even know, a bunch of strangers, what they think about me at a football game if I'm outstanding for some bunch of barbaric crap? But all these other people, oh, we don't want to stick out in the crowd. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful for them to be doing the thing there in front of you. That's what's disrespectful. How about if you went, if you're in the goddamn airport and you go in the tea room to take a leak, is there a priest in there you have to say a prayer? In fact, if there is a priest in there, I'll tell you one thing, better run out and run like hell. That's right. That priest's been hanging out at that urinal a hell of a long time. I mean, is that the appropriate place to be saying a goddamn prayer? No. There's a time and a place for everything, and at a goddamn football game, National Football League or otherwise, is not the place for a religious exercise. When the guys come out on the field for practice before the game and they're doing their calisthenics and yanking it and twisting it and playing a little grab-ass with each other, that's where the exercise is, okay? Your exercise is getting off your ass, going up and buying 20 or 30 more beers and a couple of overpriced weenies and burgers or whatever. That's the only exercise you're going to get there. And you'll exercise your uh, your jaws and screaming and yelling there. And, hey, guys, you really suck. How come? How about scoring a touchdown once in your lifetime? You'll get that kind of exercise. But religious exercise, absolutely, positively wrong. And you can't convince these people. Don't confuse us with the truth. You stand out like a sore thumb. We want to be part of the crowd. We want to be like everybody else. Stupid. Well, congratulations. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello. Thank you. Okay, let's go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. All right. I want to say that I'm uh, I'm proud and thrilled to have been at the game last night 
and watched uh, Mark McGuire crush two home runs to center field. Yeah. I'm going to have my tickets framed and hang them on the wall. All right. And uh, I'm real happy for my friend, too, who came all the way down from Indianapolis to attend the game. Excellent. And, nice uh, timing, pal. He's got tickets for uh, for future games in Cincinnati and, I think, Milwaukee. So he may be there when he does the And they didn't one. even have to say a prayer before the game last <laughs> night, did they? Uh, yeah. My, my second point, uh, I, I was raised religious. Um, until I was about 15 years old, I was forced to go to church. <laughs> this evolution, how Joe Rose ever get ahead that big? 17 till 1 at 560 WQAM. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560. The challenge is out there to all those Dauphin fans, baby. Don't forget, by the way, Hank will be out there at PP Park today from 2 to 6. He'll give you the lowdown on what's going on because Barry Jackass says the deal with John Henry is close. <laughs> it's coming. Here's Homestead. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm down here in Homestead. I'm a Neil Rogers closet listener. All right. Listen up, man. I don't understand these sports things. Right before they come out of the field, they all get around the room and everything, locker room, and have their prayer. NASCAR do the same thing. They have their prayer. The oh, baseball. the NASCAR guys, those macho NASCAR guys do oh, that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we got some fags in there now. We got Jeff Gordon, so. You know, yeah, we know, we know about NASCAR. NASCAR. That's a gay now. club, you moron. Yeah, that's NASCAR. <laughs> we didn't know you guys could drive, but that's beside the point. They can drive it, yeah. <laughs> but I don't understand. They pray in the locker room and everything. Then they come on the field and they make everybody else, you know, stand up and do it. But I don't understand myself why they got to do that. But I guess a lot of people stand up because they're afraid, like you said, somebody's standing around watching them. Or God forbid something should happen during the game and they absolutely die. Mm -hmm. And they get up there and God says, how come he didn't stand up during yeah, the that, uh, good point, invocation? Yeah. If, I, if I just would have stood up. <laughs> well, welcome to NASCAR, Neil. I'm out of material. All right. Thanks for the good news. That's the NASCAR crowd down there in Homestead. We know about them. That's a gay club, you moron. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Is there one person, I mean, how many years, a hundred years I've been pursuing the answer to this question. Why can't we get one just one person to fess up that they're whatever. I don't want to put words in your mouth because I know you go to those dolphin games and I know that you know as well as I do that's not the place to be forced to do a goddamn prayer. Oh, it doesn't bother me. I just uh, look up at the sky and I'm like, oh, look at Superman. Yeah, we know. No, it's Jeff Cohen's banner. See, that's the idea. Make you stand up and look up in the sky and see that Jeff Cohen banner for the pizza law. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Loyal listener. I never call, but uh, you motivated, motivated me I to motivated get up off you my good. ass. Right, I've been a Dolphin season ticket holder for about 17 years. Yes, sir. I Section 415, row 28, seats 5 and 6. Nosebleed. Yeah, nosebleed, but on the 50-yard line. Mm -hmm. I am the only goddamn person to sit down when that asshole Getsky is up there. Oh! Great. Spewing his propaganda. Good for you, man. Okay? I've ever since... You were going to the games and telling people to sit down. I said, you know, that's a great idea. So I sit down. I don't even get up. I, I, after the invocation, then they do the um, national anthem, and I stand for that. Mm -hmm. But uh, I am the only one in my own side. I look around to see anybody else sitting down, and I don't see anybody sitting down at I all. I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to start before the games. I'm going to start going back out there and stick a, bu a bunch of invisible crazy glue on our seats before they do the invocation. It is such a waste of time. and. Those idiots stand out there in their dress. It's 100 degrees in the shade. Mm -hmm. and they're schwitzing from head to toe. Yeah. 
And for what? For nothing. Then they start the game, and everybody's beating their brains out in the stands and on the field. And they're and they're they're hawking this crap about oh well, Lord, uh, please please uh, help our players get through the game without any injury and help them do this and perform the. I mean, you know, just stop and think about how ludicrous, how de- if there were such a thing as a God, how demeaning this would be to God that people are praying to God to worry about a football game. Of course. I Jesus, mean, so, God Almighty. So simple. People have no friggin' common sense. Don't ever stop talking about this subject. I never will. Don't have to worry about that. I don't care if people are, if you think it's getting old or what, man. Do not stop talking about this religious BS. God bless you, sir. And I hope this section is on the goddamn 69. <laughs> okay. God damn it. See All right. In okay, closing, see ya. Yeah. In closing, mouse, you're an asshole. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, we've got a lot of open lines. That's right. Lots of open lines. I mean, whatever you want. I mean, we've got this tremendous enthusiasm about Mark McGuire's great performance last night, don't we? No. no they're not too excited about that. They're really responding to my thing about uh, standing for the invocation at the Dolphin game, aren't they? No. No. With this one guy, there's one. And, that, and that's, this is one of the handful of guys that's uh, got some balls. But the other people who don't have the balls, those are the people. Oh, you won't make us call. We don't want to admit it. Well, isn't that isn't that courageous? Don't you look in the mirror and say to yourself, am I a person who really is willing to stand up for what, or sit down in this case, for what I believe in? Where the hell do you find the people that have any cojones? That's my question. Where are they? Let's get a frickin' search party and find some people that have a ball bigger than a ball bearing, okay? I'm not talking about physical ones. I'm talking about uh, whatever it is. Where the hell are they? Two open lines in Dade where we know they have no balls. 5670560, pound 560 in the mobile one line. If that any balls in Dade County, they wouldn't keep putting the same crooked politicians back in there over and over again and letting them destroy this town. Miami-Dade County, my ass. Here's Miami. Hello? Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. Talking about ass, how's your bruised rectum, sir? It's coming along, yeah. It's coming along. How you feeling? Good? Yeah, I keep praying to the Lord every night to heal yeah, my I bruised rectum. Yeah, I have a, a shout-out. Do I have a what? Uh, a shout-out. Can you play a song for me? Can I play a song for you? Yeah, the two joints, because that's what I'm going to do right now. Okay. We're giving you a number out, by the way. Trace the call. There's a guy smoking that wicked weed, and God's going to be really upset and pissed off, okay? There's a ganja man. He's doing the manja la ganja. Trace that call and get that number right away to the FBI, the CIA, the secret police, the SS. We have an open line in uh, in Dade County, 5670560. Yeah, and uh, pound 560 on our mobile one line. We're still searching, and I guarantee you we won't find one. There's no dolphin fan that has the balls other than this guy who sits on his ass, thank God for him. But there's nobody else out there that will debate, oh, it's none of your business. If we feel like standing up, yeah, right. You're full of crap. You're spineless cowards. You're a bunch of pussies who just go along with the crowd. Just like they wondered about the Nazis. And, well, you know, we didn't know. We were just doing what we were being told. There you go. We, that was the greatest line after the war. We were just doing what we were being told. All right. I'll tell you one thing. Forget about the stock market. I'm going to the wool business, okay? That's where I'm going to make a fortune because there's so many sheep in this world. There must be enough wool to fill the whole goddamn uh, Uranus. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm one of those callers that would stand up and say that everybody has a choice to do whatever they want to do. So if those that choose to stand up, let them stand up. Don't. don't I mean, you believe in what you believe in. They ought to have a chance to believe in what they believe 
So you, so, you, let so you believe that all those people that are standing, like when a priest is out there giving a very denominational Christian prayer, you believe that all those people in there believe in what he's saying? No, no, So no, what are they I'm standing saying, up? So why, should, why are they standing up? They, well, they what they are, they stupid, you know. Exactly. I mean, if, you agree, if you don't want to stand, you have the choice to stand or not. Nobody's holding a gun to your dead blessed head. That's what I keep telling them. If you want to sit on your ass, sit on your ass. They don't have the courage to do it. They're scared, you know. They're, bunch of, they're a bunch of pussies. A lot of people don't have their own mind. They, they, they. A lot of people are led by other folks to do whatever, whatever the, go with the crowd. As, as exactly. Instead of going with what they believe in. So, you know, stand on your own two feet. There's only one God you have to stand for, pal, and that's... Neil, God. And don't forget him. Have, have a great day. Neil. Okay, see ya. Arrivederci. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. We have an open line at Broward, 567. I mean, this is not maybe the most important thing in the world, but it's the beginning of saying, of making a statement. Isn't that what Jesse Jackson always says? You have to make a statement to get out of your predicament. I wonder what he meant by that. Because he'd be talking in rhyme and jive and bullcrap. And what the hell would he need him for anyway? Get him out of here. You notice how his face is falling apart, Jesse? Clinton's nose keeps getting longer, and Jesse's face is falling apart. What does that all mean? It means the Lord works in mysterious ways, and don't you ever forget it, you heathen bastards. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, I'm a Dolphins fan. I go to most of the games. And? I won't stand. No, sir. No, just can't do it. Maybe yeah. if they got you, I don't think prayer is going to help the Dolphins. Maybe if they got you out there to do a little eulogy before the game, then maybe everybody... That's what they up. need is... Neil, God! Right out there at the 50-yard line before the game to give them a little bit of uh, uh, encouragement. That's, yeah, 100-degree heat. I could just imagine you out there just giving a nice eulogy. I'd be schwitzing my brains out. I'd stand up for that. All right. All right, Neil. See you there in the first home game. On your Dolphin station, 560. Yeah, how come we had the baseball game last night? Nobody had to stand up for that. These are things that nobody questions because in this country especially, nobody questions anything. Nobody que nobody asks, uh, you know, the most important goddamn question in the world that everybody in the world ought to be asking. And where the hell is that, by the way? Where is that? Where's my why? It's, why isn't it in there? It's not in there. Is it next to the K? The KY should just be under Y. But it's not. One moment, please. I can't, I can't find... That's unbelievable. That's no, just a letter Y. Huh? Just a letter Y. It's, oh, it's under the letter Y? Why? Is that how you spell Y? No, it's, it's, it's for ease of, uh, you know... It's for ease of knowing if you know that that's where it is? Why? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nobody ever bothers to ask the goddamn question... Why? Of course not, because they're too busy being led around by the nose. Oh, this is what we do? Okay, fine. I, we'll get the game in a minute. You spineless cowards, you. It makes me nauseous that an old fag like me has to be the one guy that stands out like a sore thumb as a man with a goddamn backbone. I'm the one guy in this town that's got a bone. Not much, but I got a bone to pick. Here's a mobile in uh, Pompano. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. You know what really chaps my bag? What is that? That bumper sticker that says, Real Men Love Jesus. Oh, God. Have you seen that one? Real Men Who Would Love Jesus. That sounds very homoerotic to me. You know what my response to that is? Yes. You're a pussy if you don't love Buddha. If I got a bumper sticker that said that and put that on my car, you know... We'll work on it. We'll have it in less than a week. I love it. Okay, pal. See ya. That's right. If you don't rub Buddha's head, you're a real pussy. Anybody out there been rubbing Buddha's head lately? We have an open line, and it's nice and smooth. Open line in Broward, 5670560 and Pound 560. Well, what's wrong with saying that? Buddha's got a nice, smooth head.
He's a skinhead, for Christ's sakes. There's so much confusion about that. Anyway, it's 12.54 about the crap food out there, and he's absolutely correct. And I'm sure he probably will uh, bring in, he'll probably have it catered, some real food in there, so he doesn't have to uh, eat that horrendous crap that uh, Wayne is serving up. Anyway, five minutes to Dolphin game. Pray you don't die from Tomaine from eating that garbage they're serving you at PP Stadium. That's the deal. You know, and probably a few more than that. And they got this monopoly on Wednesday night baseball, and they decide that we want to see uh, the, the big eunuch and the Greg Maddox. I love Greg Maddox, but quite frankly, uh, the last part of the season, he ain't been a shadow of himself. And the big eunuch, uh, who the hell wants to look at that? Who the hell needs to see a meaningless game? If we're going to see a meaningless game, let's see a meaningless game where there's somebody performing who's breaking all kinds of records that people are excited about, you idiots. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I have been a Dolphin season ticket holder for 15 years. I sit in Section 139, row yes. 27. And I know the people behind me don't stand up for the invocation. I sure as hell don't stand up for the really? invocation. And it's ridiculous. I mean, it's not the Christian Football League. It's not the Jewish Football League. Right. It's, it's the Miami Dolphins. I'm paying $38 to see a football game, not to be lectured by a priest. So, in other words, there actually are people with some balls who are sitting, which I've been uh, screaming for years for I, people to do? I haven't stood... I've never stood up for the invocation. Oh, oh, oh. oh, God bless you. Freedom of religion means freedom from religion as well. Right. I, if I'm paying for a football game, I shouldn't have to sit through a religious event. Sports are secular. I you know, mean, people... When, when people beg you to buy tickets to go subsidize their uh, business, their event... Right. And then they then they subject you to an embarrassing, humiliating ritual like that. How you know how 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 long is it going to take before the NFL finally wises up and realizes that there's not another sport in the world, right. not a soccer game, not a rugby game, nothing. not a cricket match, not a tiddlywinks, a chess game. I mean, there's nothing where yeah. people are subjected to a prayer at a ball game. Right. I mean, in a perfect world, you know, that's what sports is for. Sports are it transcends anything religious or political. It's so people can get together and unite behind a team. You know, uh, unless they're fighting and getting drunk. But that's what it's about. There's no. Well, I thought fighting and getting drunk was what it was about at the Dolphin games. Oh, never mind. Oh, that's why I stopped going. <laughs> anyway, I don't stand, and I will not stand this year. And I encourage everybody in my section. I tell them they shouldn't stand for it. It's ridiculous. All right. All right. Thank you, nice Neil. Nice sweetheart. God bless you. Thank you. How do you like that? We've drew a few people out of the woodwork here. People that have the balls to, and this lady's got more balls than most of you guys, by the way. She's got big, big, fat ones. Is what she's got. Because most of the guys I have seen, I was out there five years in a row, and I watched as I sat my ass back down on the thing and said, what the hell is this pile of crap? With some getchki out there in a dress babbling around about Jesus and this and blah, blah, blah. Get out of here. Go back to your church and preach to your damn uh, sheep, to your flock. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, God. Yes, sir. How you doing? I, I love your show, man. You, you got the best show. In the world. In the world. In the universe. And uh, I'm like a first-time caller, long-time listener, but... Uh... Okay, we have an open line of bar. Uh, at least he did something different today besides the uh, hockey on and uh, whatever it was, soccer on ice. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Miami Beach. Going once, going twice. Can they do it on the beach? That's the question. No. No, they can't. Against the law. Open line in Dade 1 in Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on, Bob? I don't know. Why are these people just, like, 
so blind. I don't, I don't, I just can't understand. You know, I, I, I think I've been going through this with my father for three or four years now. You know, he, he, him and my uncle had season tickets. When my uncle went away, I took over my uncle's season ticket. Do you know he says that I embarrass him and I can't go to the games with him anymore because I don't stand up? How do you like that? I, I mean, how do you like that? Tell him, tell him that he embarrasses you by for trying to force you to stand up at a bunch of crap. Oh, I, I mean, listen, we we barely. I'd slap the taste of out of his puss. <laughs> hey, listen, can I get a shameless request? Neil? Maybe. Uh, how about I'm a believer? What is it? The one that said, "I'm big and strong." Yeah, Oh, that Booker Brian one. What is that called? Yeah, that one. Sometimes. You mean I speaking speak in tongues? tongues? Yeah, that one. That All right. One. Okay. Thanks, we got some tongue for you. About a quarter of a pound here, 575. Speaking in tongues, those of you who like to wrestle with snakes, okay, who don't want to see it on Kenneth's frequency, and like my mother says, nobody wants to see a guy with a snake. There's that slut Monica Lewinsky out there standing in front of some uh, court, uh, whatever the hell they're doing up there on CNN. I just can't stand that slut. Oh, God. We're supposed to feel for Ma feel sorry for Monica, okay, who took the dress home to Mommy, who's uh, writing her book and get ready for the screenplay and the movie, et cetera, and so on, who was so uh, put upon, so to speak, so used and abused, and who was so disappointed she didn't get an apology. She ought to make a speech on Nationwide TV she could put ten words together and apologize to the whole country for dragging us through this on her presidential knee pads, for being a slut, for being a two-faced slut. It's one thing to be a slut. Guys like sluts. They don't like two-faced sluts. They don't like the kiss-and-tell sluts who want to bring down the whole government because they're a bunch of uh, idiotic bitches who's waiting for the president to uh, give her back that damn engagement ring. Oh, yeah, I still got that. I saved this story. In the goddamn uh, star. The there you go. It's in the star. You know it must be true, right? Uh -huh. You bet. I thought Bill was going to marry me. I mean, talk about a starry-eyed princess. A simpleton, a crazy simple bitch. And we're supposed to feel sorry for poor Monica, who's got her lips on the pulse of America. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And you assholes in the media, by the way, shame on you, too, because you don't want to put the right perspective on it. You don't want to put the right spin on it. You're spinning something, but I don't know what the hell it is. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, first-time caller, long-time listener. How you yes, doing? Yes, sir. Okay. You know, this uh, Clinton must have had a few cocktails before he got involved with her, I'll tell you that much. Evidently, or needs a good opportunity. Anyway, I, I have a, a beware a story. A what? A beware okay. uh, story. Uh, quick story. I, I rented a, a little uh, little unit, 5x5x10, five by five by which was a $46 investment per month. And then uh, I was 20 days late, and I called up, and they said, Well, you got to come down here and pay 60 You got late charges. Well, that's fine. And then, then you get there on the 30th day where you want to move everything out, and, and you're basically paying almost 100% late charges. Is there anything in this country or on this earth that charges 100% interest? Uh huh. That's all I got. Okay, thank you. He rented a little unit? Well, I guess everybody's got to have one, even if it's a small one. We have an open line in date one in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Stick it up your ass, Mr. Kane. Oh, Everybody oh, oh, is oh, entitled oh. to a legal defense. Touchy, Are you going to now deny people their right to counsel? Touchy, Are you going to deny yourself a right to counsel when you wanted a satellite? Did you deny yourself a right to counsel when you wanted an advocate to help get a child? Did you deny yourself a right to counsel when you wanted to sue our intel because he slandered you? Have you ever denied yourself a right to counsel? 
counsel when you sought out an attorney, even here at FTL when you felt you were being screwed by another radio station in Palm Beach. Have you ever, Mr. Kane? It seems we have touched a nerve with you, Mr. No, you've touched a nerve that I'm fed up with your crap about. Now, no, you're not going to win. You're only back I'm one day. You're not going to walk crap. again. I'm fed up with your crap about saying people are entitled to <laughs> lawyers. I never lawyers. said that. Ah, get off the air, you jerk. All right. 131 at 560 WQM. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. So Rob Kaplan just walks in with some great news. See, first of all, we shouldn't have been on in the first place on Sunday because it's just filling uh, blank time is what that was, which is why they stuck them on there back-to-back, 1030 to 1130. Over and over and over. See, that neurotic repetition, not good. It's bad, like showing MASH 72 times in the same night. But nevertheless, so we're going to have Bobby Bowden and Steve Spurrier, two of the world's biggest rednecks back-to-back, and Sports Town because we got to capitalize on that football season, baby. So in a couple of Sundays, we'll be gone on Sundays altogether. And then Friday at 8.30, that's gone because we've got to put tens on there. And that scrawny, underfed DT who looks like Ichabod Crane after two years at Auschwitz. And other than that, we're doing great. We had like a ones and twos last night. Ones and twos. So what's the... Hey, I guess compared to some of the other stuff, huh? That they're raving about, by the way, in Variety Magazine, that Generation Enye. Oh, yeah. Do you see what they said about that? <laughs> oh, that's kicking some serious uh, pimply ass. That Generation Enye. Isn't it, Yacht? Here's a, a mobile implantation. Hello. Hello, Neil. That's what Yeltsin asked Clinton. He says, isn't that Generation Enya kicking ass? That uh, Generation uh, Nyat? And he said, Nyat. Yes, sir? Neil. Yes. Hi, I have a question about the satellite dish. I just got the small dish. Yes. And there's a station whammy on that. That's not the same as the station you're on, is it? Unfortunately, no. Okay. Uh, is it a totally different network? Yeah, it's got nothing to do with that. See, okay, WAMI is the call letters of Channel 69. Okay, so the only way to I get I never you... thought about that before, but that, the only way to get me is either on cable or like with a, a UHF uh, rabbit ears. Okay, the ra- or something. the rabbit ears work well. Oh, sure. Okay, great, thanks. Okay, see ya. Okay, don't forget we got MASH tonight, 6.30, 7.30, 11 o'clock, 11.30, over and over and over again. More Alan Alda than anybody in the world could ever stomach. I can't stand Alan Alda, by the way, or the guy with the big nose. What the hell's his name? Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr. I wish he'd go far, okay? Since they took the quiz shows off the air, you won't see him no more, thank God. Since they took the pyramid off the air. Man, oh, man, mash. Oh, boy, we got some real talent. And that little uh, Gary, what the hell's his name? Gary... Uh, Berghoff. Ber- yeah, Gary Jackoff. He ain't on there no more. But we got mash episodes. See, the, the whole concept of this local programming, it's going to be new and revolutionary. So now we got the Munsters. Got an eight share Saturday. We got the Munsters, the Three Stooges. We got all the cartoons, which uh, Fox, uh, you know, Channel 7 don't carry. So they take the slop over from that. We got the, what's her name, Mother Love and Joe Mama on there with the Forgive and Forget. You be forgiven, I be forgetting. Mother Love, uh, Joe Mama. And uh, now we got MASH on air. And uh, this, this, we're just like, we're just an experiment, which we knew that in the first place. And thank God they got a guarantee to pay us for a year. Oh, thank. I always liked that Norma Kent, you know what? Somebody ought to make sure he gets his sports tickets because, boy, he uh, takes care of business. Here's uh, Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Even if he was very rude to Steve. Yes, sir. Um, a quick question. Are yes. you on at 1.30 anymore or... If they have nothing else to do, or... At 1.30? Your TV show. You mean in the morning? Yeah. Yeah, if they have nothing else to stick in, that they can yeah, make a... Sometimes they, they stick forgive some in. and forget. Forgive and forget was on at 1.30 last night? Yeah. Since when? Last night. 
beats the hell out of me. Well, Nobody told I us heard. we're going off on there. We had a four share in there at four o'clock, and maybe they're sticking us at four. That's the only place we get a, a number. Yeah, Ten I drunks mean, and wake at four in the morning. That or, uh, they, they put an information. They put Aunt Mama on there at one thirty in the morning. Forgive and forget. Well, it wasn't you. I'm sure of that. You sure? Uh, I kind sure. of bulked up again lately. She didn't have her uh, yarmulke on. Oh, okay. That, that's a tip-off. That's how you can tell between me and Aunt Mama there is uh, she don't wear the schmata. I don't like know if to, see, I've got to find out from the audience if we're on or not. This is this is some operation, man. I say slammy the whammy. Uh, a question about Sports Channel tonight. Carrying yes. the Devil Rays game not, instead of the Marlins right. game? I mean, is who, Wayne, said, who said they're carrying the Devil's Rays game? The Miami Herald. I don't think they can carry any game. It's ESPN. I don't think they carry any damn no, I think the cable game. channel can. They can? They carry it over the air, but I think cable channels can. Well, why? So why? I don't understand. So why is that? I, I was how come, you. How, how come Sports Channel then wouldn't preempt that game to show us the Marlins Cardinals game if they have a right to it to do that? Well, I was asking you. Maybe, 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 well, maybe they can't. Maybe they can't show the local game in the local area and preempt. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's no, the no, deal. No, because I know when I'm in, in Atlanta, the Braves are on. Um, TBN? What's South TBS, on Wednesday TBN, night? TBS? No, Wednesday well, Sports night on South? South. Right. Which is, you know, a local game. Yeah, I know what that is with Ernie Johnson. What the hell has he got? He's, this guy's retired more damn times already. Get rid of him. If they keep giving him checks, what the hell? That must be it, just like me, yeah. Have a good one. Okay, thanks. I have no idea. I wish I could answer the question. It seems awfully stupid. We're getting ripped off, okay? Maybe the humper with his contacts at ESPN can make a phone call and threaten to blow the building up or something like that. People want to see uh, Mark McGuire. They don't care about any, but these games are meaningless now. They're showing us the Braves and the goddamn Astros, okay? I mean, two good teams, a lot of good players, Randy Johnson, uh, Greg Maddox. Great. We don't want to see it. We want to see uh, Mark McGuire. We want to see Big Mac smack it. And, of course, the people upstairs are, oh, don't say that. It's a radio only, radio only. Like it's going to make a difference. And guess what? You know something? And they still only get 75 bucks a spot if they can sell them on the Marlin games. Because guess what? After today, they're not playing the Cardinals no more. Oh, gee, don't say that. True. Like I said, 35 bucks a spot? We have an open line in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? Okay. You know, I agree with what you say with the McGuire. I don't think it should be a money issue. But let me ask you this. Uh, if I was a fan and I caught one of those home run balls and I wanted to keep it, I mean, uh, well, they'd probably still call me an asshole. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, uh, oh, you know, the guy, you know, he won't give away so, the so ball. What you, so, so what do you care what they call you? I mean, that's, that's a matter of personal choice. It just so happened that these kids were real, uh, you know, nice kids, and they weren't looking to get rich or anything like that. They're little kids, and uh, and they just uh, got a big thrill. They were there for the thrill of the, the baseball, and we have so little of that left in sports anymore at all at any level that people should be saying this is the greatest thing, and this is even more exciting than them hitting the home runs. I'm sorry, it's because, I mean, I, I got a buddy. I don't want to mention any names, uh, Danny, but... Uh, yeah, Danny, you Pick it up your ass, Mr. Kane. Oh, Everybody oh, oh, is oh, entitled... Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Look at that. Norm Kent, you, you, all you had to do is mention Danny, and Norm started swearing again. Well, I'm telling you, well, I mean, this guy will nuts over a bar, and I, I can't see him asking for any money, so I know he's going to keep it, so I mean, like, they call him an asshole, which he is, by the way, but, yeah. uh, uh, you know how it goes. Neil, can I call somebody a douchebag? No. What the hell was he talking about? What was that? We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. See, that guy should stand up when they do the prayer, because I think he could use the help. 
22 before 2 at 5 Radio 560 QAM. Just tell me what your problem is. It's a well-known fact that men love to fart. But it's also a well-known fact. One out of every 15 farts you blow can hurt in one way or another. Whether it's the stomach disruptor or the sharp anus pain, some farts just hurt. So in order to avoid this problem, you need Ring Grow. A trick used by gay men for centuries, Ring Grow actually widens your anus, giving your farts more room through which to pass. Ring Grow is easy to use and not recommended by any doctors. Just insert before bedtime. Leave it there all night, and when you wake up in the morning, your sphincter will be ready to pass even the toughest farts. Ring Grow. Whether you need more room to fart, or you're just a gay guy that needs an excuse to buy one, order yours today. You know, I thought one of the really refreshing, a breath of fresh air yesterday when Elizabeth from Pembroke Pines called and admitted that not only is she crude, even cruder than I am, but farts like a racehorse and probably stinks up the joint every time. She said they are the worst, the most disgusting in the history of the human race. Thanks for admitting that, Elizabeth, for fessing up. Let's go to uh, somewhere. Mobile in Miami. Hello? Neil? Yes, sir? Hey, Neil. You know, this this McGuire guy, he's got no pressure on him, Neil. Everybody's giving this guy curtain calls. Ah, uh, okay, great. Let's go to uh, Pinecrest. Hello? Thank God, Neil, you hung up on I, that. I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't even dignify these assholes by getting excited about it. Y- you know, uh, I think that they're going to crank my chain like I give a crap about uh, them. I, I actually called about the McGuire thing, but uh, a quick note before I, I mention that. My girlfriend, who's a little prissy thing, she's, uh, boy, she can rip them sometimes, I tell you. It's amazing. Yeah. She, she always does it when she thinks I'm not around. Room clearing jobs, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. And she's, she's little. How something so little could do, do something so evil is beyond me. But listen, uh, about the McGuire thing, um, you are dead on about those kids. That was, I, I was like, I couldn't believe that when those kids did that for. And, and the one yeah, we, got, we got little kids killing each other, shooting teachers, do I, you know, killing that little girl in Chicago. All these aberrant, grotesque things going on. We finally have one positive story, something really nice that, you know, everybody's focused in on this McGuire situation. And we got assholes calling here today trying to pee on the parade. I'm going to tell you something, man. This is not a place for living people. This is a place for people who have a death wish. And, and that asshole that said Mark McGuire should... Should have given him some money. Yeah. Mark McGuire walked into an abused children's shelter. Gave him a million dollars. W- wrote a check on the spot. Right. And, you know, I'd like to see how many... million it. dollars. That's, that's pretty nice. Also, in the uh, while I was at the game yesterday, I was so ashamed of, of the, the South Florida fans. They kept booing McGuire when he struck out and when he had a big yeah, he, hit. He got a single. He gets a single. He goes to first base, and he was laughing about it with the uh, Marlin first baseman because, like, uh, what the, you know, what you could tell the look on his face. Like, what am I supposed to do? I got a base hit in there, boom, because I didn't hit a home run. And this morning I heard Gildy, that little ass-sucking twerp on our morning show, admit that he was in the upper deck booing him, too, uh, when he only got a base hit. I'm going to tell you something, man. We've, we've got the most sour crowd in the history of mankind. Gildy needs one of those little fart rings. No, he needs a goddamn bus trip to nowhere is what he needs. And and, and we, we pack him a sandwich. It, 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 I don't want to say bothered. It more seemed like it hurt McGuire. He brought it up in the press conference because he goes, you know, they were booing me. I, you know, he said, I'm sorry. I was trying. I'm yeah. sorry. And 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 the and the funniest, you know. And, it, and you it, want to know why? They're not. Don't you understand? Those people, they're not rooting for him. They're rooting for themselves so that they could they could justify the fact that they spent the money or somebody spent the money for those tickets that they could be there to be part of something important to make them to make their ego a little uh, bit bigger. Don't you understand? They're not rooting for him. 
And the, uh, the, the they're, one... they're, they're there for themselves to feed their own egos. Oh, I was there. Oh, and maybe I'm going to catch the ball. Uh, it, it, was a a, it was a pleasure to watch it. You, you, as soon as that, that, that ball was off his bat, I knew that was gone. It was real. That was, that, was a, that was definitely a thrill for me, one of the top five or ten sporting events I've seen. One other quick thing about that was that the McGuire, at the, also at the press, press conference, our wonderful press corps down here, they must have asked him 20 questions about Sammy Sosa. And after the second question, he just had a standard answer. He goes, I have to worry about Mark McGuire and our team. Yeah. And these idiots from the press kept asking, well, what about this about Sammy? What about... Oh, sure, because they're, they're trying to stir the pot. Don't you understand? They're trying to create a controversy, like there's some rivalry between these two guys, which there's not. He, he, I think he really wanted to take his, his home run bat and whack it across their heads. But he oh, used, I wish. He used, a lot, <laughs> he used a lot of self-control, you know, and these idiots that kept asking the same questions. Oh, my God, get a life. Well, he's no Ellie Wiesel. One, one quick yes. question. What happened to Joe Rose's gap? Oh, he, I, I've embarrassed him into that. That's a long time ago. I embarrassed right. him into uh, filling the gap. All right, thanks so a lot. Speak. Okay, see ya. In fact, he went out and bought Gap stock after that. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560. Don't talk about that market because it was up about 120. Now it's only up 86 in the NASDAQ 41, which that's pretty impressive. But it's not even 2 o'clock yet. So don't get too excited. Just relax. Just uh, don't move too much. And the market, too. Here's uh, Oakland Park. Hello. Hey, you. Yes, sir. Good show. Boy, you're sure changing your, th your theory on baseball all of a sudden. No, I'm not. I thought you didn't like it. I said it's become very boring, but when there's something exciting going on, uh, I'll watch it and, and get he, whipped up in the frenzy. Why the hell not? And you got to deal with it. On that interview with McGuire about uh, you have to leave it up to this man upstairs. Who do you think he was talking about? I got a three-part question here for you. Who do I think he was talking about? Yeah, do you think he was talking about Wayne, Roy, or blank God? Yeah. Okay. Uh. If there's anybody from out of town in town, we apologize. But that's the best we can do because that's what we got here, okay? Bunch of deadheads. Guys with real great senses of humor, not... Sir, I'm going to tell you something. On a personality scale from zero to a hundred, you are minus infinity. That's how far down the list you are. You owe so many points that we couldn't count that high. Even the national debt isn't even in the same category with the points you owe. Here's Oakland Park. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Long time listener, first time caller. I'm just calling to let you know I love your show, and that it's congratulations on the TV show, and also to let you know that you're the only guy that I got my wife to listen to. That's how good you are. Really? Yeah. But you got it tied up in a broom closet somewhere? That's right. <laughs> that's the way to do it. And love anal sex. Okay. Yeah. Go get some. He loves anal sex. There you go again. Oh, I'm sorry, Elizabeth. Elizabeth just uh, reached over and twisted it. Not the dial. We have an open line in Broward, 5670560. So the good news is, you know, uh, Fat Joe comes in here. Oh, I'm sure Rob's going to come in and talk to you. We got real good radio. Rob comes in. And Rob comes in here to tell me that they're taking us off on Sunday. They're sticking a bunch of redneck football assholes on there. And, uh, you know, we got Variety Magazine where uh, Maddie don't even mention the show. Yeah, really great stuff. They really treat us with respect over there at that bum fork outfit. But, boy, they sure like those monster shows. Huh? Even, Al Lewis, yeah. even Al Lewis is embarrassed by it. Lewis is embarrassed by it. Lewis is embarrassed by it. It's your... You know, it's your, you know something, the NFL ain't, something the NFL ain't worth a crap since Red Cash and retired. It's not worth a crap. Here's uh, Aventura. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. What's up? How you doing? Saw your show. Yeah. What's up with the blue uh, beanie? What do you mean by that? Oh, no, I don't know. I was just kind of shocked that I saw that. I was like, uh, I wasn't expecting it from you. I wear a beanie every night on this show. 
I haven't caught it every single so night. So that everybody who sees it can see how ridiculous it looks to wear a beanie. But I wanted to ask you one question, and don't take this the hard way, because I love you. Yes. But what's up with the eyebrows? It looks like you've got fish food on there. I do. How, how come someone... How come the no fish food drips... The, well, they don't want to fix it. The, the fish the, food drips down from... Are you listening to what I'm saying on the show? Or are you watching to critique the, uh, the uh, whatever it is? No, I, of course I listen. I'm just curious. I, I'm, it's the left don't, one. Don't worry about what I look like, okay, sir? Just listen to what I have to say. Enjoy it. Sit back and have a great life, okay? He's taking notes on what color the shirt is. We got over that the first, uh, second, or third week, okay? Get with the program. What's with the eyebrows? What you see is what you get. That's what they ask Andy Rooney, too. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I'm glad I don't have to rely on uh, the sports station for this information. Uh, Fox Sports uh, has announced that they'll be televising all of Mark McGuire's games from September 11th to the 13th. If you reach your 60 home runs. Well, and wait, so who cares about that? September 11th through the 13th. Well, that's today's what I thought. Second. I mean, from here to the 50, 11th, he could hit 57, all of them. He's got 57, and the, uh, today's only the 2nd of September. Well, just in case he does, and FX and Fox Sports uh, will interchange, and they'll be showing the games, and ESP Tweak uh, will be televising next Monday's opener of the Cubs-Cardinals game. Well, they're really dropping the ball tonight, I'll tell you. This is a really bad mistake they're making. The fact that they, the Marlins can't televise tonight and that ESPN is putting on a meaningless Braves-Astros uh, game. Just absolutely unconscionable. What, what are these people it, thinking I, about? I thought it was Huizenga that we had to blame for it. I no, it's ESPN you have to blame for it. Yep. They got the exclusive Wednesday Night Rights, and they're putting on... First it was going to be the Indians and the Angels, and then they switched to uh, to the Braves and the uh, Astros because they think America wants to see Greg Maddox and Randy Johnson. Oh. Who gives a crap about Greg Maddox and Randy Johnson when you got a guy that's going to break a record and stood for five million years? What are these people thinking about? I guess they're not. Well, we want Mark McGuire. Love you, Neil. Okay, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Yeah, maybe Tony Bruno got some laughing gas and gave it all the executives there at ESPN, and they can't get their ass straightened out, huh? Their astro straightened out. Very, very bad, stupid, idiotic decision by ESPNN. Thank God I'll be at the track plunging my brains out and don't have to worry about relying on ESPN to show us what people really want to see. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What are you all worked up about? I'm surprised that you. You should know. ESPN's going to go to McGuire's at bats. That's the that's the only reason to watch that game. That, that's not the point. That that's got nothing to do with it. People, who who the hell want? Who wants to uh, tune in and sit and wait through the uh, Atlanta Houston game to see when the hell he's going to come up? I don't want to do that. You want to watch the Marlins while you're while you're waiting for it? Oh, sure, it's not comic. Me. It's I'd, comic I'd relief. Watch the Braves. It's comic relief. No, I I love watching the Braves. The Braves got a very entertaining team to watch. I like the Braves a lot, but I've seen enough Braves already to last a lifetime. Well, this could be a prelude to the National League Championship. I mean, it'd be so, nice. So what difference does it make a prelude to the National League Championship when it becomes the National League Championship? Then we'll see it. I don't know. I'm going to see McGuire get his home runs tonight or not, whichever way it goes. Yeah, it's a bad, bad choice, pal. Bad choice. Uh, the check must be in the mail from ESPN. Bad choice, okay? I don't just want to see the isolated at bat. I want to see the goddamn game. I want to see any other stuff that may happen. And I don't want to see, like, after the fact, like Fox does. Yeah, Fox was doing that. I was watching the Cubs and the Reds also last night. And, like, long after the, foc uh, after the fi fact, fact, I said. Yeah, that's what happened to the American public. They got screwed. Long after the fact, they're showing replays of those two. Oh, that's right. Long after the... Yeah. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how are you doing, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, two quick things. First off, you know that the price... Ever since you started talking about fish food more and more, you yeah. see how the price has gone up? Yeah. I mean, well, that's good. Otherwise, you'd well, be dead by now. Well, 
I mean, geez, you know, I'm a little skinny kid. Just like with like, just like with cigarettes, man. They got to get up to about ten bucks a pack to save our lives. Yeah, and you know, do you know why the game's not on? Actually, you know, Sports Channel did have the choice to be able to do it, but because they got that stupid agreement where they show seventy games uh, from the Devil Rays and seventy games from the Marlins, they said they won't switch. They won't switch. So in no. other words, it is Wayne. So it is Wayne. It is that damn yeah. bald-headed yeah. son of a I mean, bitch. I mean, ESPN is partly the fault because they're a bunch of damn idiots too. But, yeah. You know. Uh, you know, that really sucks. But and hey, this you know, guy's telling me, oh, it's a prelude to the possible national. You know, oh, we, but, but we don't be, want, we uh, don't why, want you know, foreplay, okay? Yeah, it's not exactly. the first time the Braves have played the Astros. They've been okay. playing all week, and uh, who the hell cares already, okay? I mean, I who see, cares? I want to see the big unit, but I want to see his big unit. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Sounds like it to me. Okay, let's go. Well, oh, God, what a thought that is. If there's anybody, he makes Al Goldstein look like a poster child at Randy Johnson. If there's anybody grosser in the human race. Here's a mobile in Deerfield Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. Uh, I'm going to see the game tonight with my girlfriend. We're not real big baseball fans. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to be a part of it. Why the hell not? I, I, and I read the paper this morning, the Sun Sentinel. I thought it was great that those two kids gave the balls back. And uh, um, I don't think any, everybody's got to go out for all the money. And uh, that's that's just uh, okay, really well, nice. Have a, have a great time. Okay, here's a Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you today? Okay, sir. Great. Listen, I just got back from an incredible ice up here in Coral Springs. Yes. You know, a bunch of the Panthers are practicing today. Yes. And uh, let me see, um, Louse is there fooling around. The guys are a bunch of great guys. Kirk uh, McLean was in goal. And, of course, Niedermeyer. He looked pretty good. Uh, I guess he had no headaches today. Yeah. But he missed an open net wider way. Uh-huh. Wider, uh, I think we need to have our head examined. Yeah, well, maybe they'll trade them. Uh, it's good. I think they're going to be practicing tomorrow morning, too. Maybe they'll uh, take a run up there. Okay, really well, interesting. Hey, have a good day. Thank okay, you. you too. <laughs> he went to practice. You know what I think about people that go to scrimmages and practices? But anyway, what, what, what is that? Why do people go to practice? <laughs> well, because practice makes perfect. Is that what it is? Oh, God, you're going to rub that thing raw, sweetheart. So anyway, I'm going to see the new arena. Now, there's something worthwhile. I'm going to be uh, entertained over there. And I'll probably say, hey, by the way, this is where your seats used to be, but we never got your check. So uh, some asshole. And probably, probably Mitch is going to be sitting in those seats in 101. Mitch and Andy from Hollywood. They're going to be sitting side by side in the seats that I would have had if the post office ever delivered my goddamn mail. Okay, don't forget, uh, Hank's coming out next from P.P. Park, formerly known as You-Know-What, and probably uh, not eating any of that horrendous food. If there are chickens up there with diarrhea, you're in big trouble at the Coral Sky Amphitheater. But nevertheless, I'll guarantee we got a lot of guys out there going to get stoned and uh, go over there. You, well, you, that's a prerequisite. If you're going to go see the Almond Brothers, must you get stoned? No. Come on. Uh-huh. Okay, he's easy. So we'll give those away today. Lots and lots of stuff. There are the Pompano Park programs, and then there are the simulcast programs that have the other tracks that are, have the simulcast racing from on your little TV. So I said, and there's this other big, uh, heavy-set woman, this fat bitch, is standing there next to the other lady who's like, uh, I know her, I don't know this other fat bitch. And so I said, okay, I need uh, Neil Rogers, and, you know, and she knows me, two uh, for uh, Pompano and three simulcast programs. And she starts reaching to give them to me and to write it down, and this other woman... This other person, Pat, this other woman, looks at me and says, What do you need three for? It's just you and Fat Rich. Just you and Rich. And as I started to say, our friend Derek gets the other simulcast. Ted Snell, my good buddy from Pompano Park, came while walking over there. He gets as many as he wants. Give him whatever the hell he wants. And I said, Boy, it looks like you got the Gestapo out here tonight, Ted. I just want you to stop and think about this. I'm the only friend that they've got in the media. I'm the only person that even recognizes that harness racing exists. I love it. 
Next to hockey, greatest sport to me in the world is harness racing. I love it. They, and if she didn't know who I was, that would have made it maybe a little bit different. But she knows who I am. She knows because uh, she knows Rich. And she looks at me and says, what do you need three for? I felt like saying, because if I have a bad night, maybe I can sell it for the two bucks, bitch. Look, look, I want you to stop and think about what motive would anybody have for wanting an extra program that they're not entitled to. What am I going to do with it? Am I going to wipe my goddamn rectum with it, Pat? You idiot? You bozette? You simpleton bitch? And, and I, as I got on the elevator and I went upstairs, I thought to myself, you know something? Right there, that incident, as minor as it was, that is reflective of, of what makes this town what it is. That's right. Nasty, hostile, just miserable, and we want you to be miserable too. Absolutely unacceptable. I'd like to bitch slap that pat, okay? I'd like to hit her with a two-by-four. So instead of that, I'll just rip her on the ear for four hours today. Man, oh, man, oh, shove it. What, what, do you, what do you need a third one for? What do you need three for? Because I'm going to put one over your big, fat, ugly puss, that's why. I'm going to wallpaper my house with it, okay? Pat, whoever the hell you are, Gestapo lady, Ava Brown Jr. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to go out and pawn it on the street corner so I can have gas money to get home. So I have the turnpike told to get home. That right there was South Florida. And then, of course, like I said, I get in the car and I'm coming home and I'm listening to these assholes. My favorite call on the Eddie K show and the time I was listening going home last night was the guy that calls him and says, I'm not a baseball fan and this is the epitome of what this town's all about in relationship to sports. I don't know how we have a goddamn sports station here or how these guys manage to do their shows every day because people here know nothing about sports. Maybe 10, uh, forget it, 5% of the people here have any clue what it's all about or what they're talking about. This guy says, well, you know, I'm not a baseball fan, but I went out there tonight and boy, it sure was exciting. And that McDonald guy, he's a guy, he's big, the McDonald guy. And Ed says, his name is McGuire. Mark McGuire. Oh, yeah, well, you know, he's got thighs that are as big as my, because I'm a skinny guy in my waist. And I'm going to tell you, when I saw that McDonald guy hit, click, and Ed Kaplan went ballistic. And rightfully so. He said, you know, the Big Macs are at McDonald's, but his name is McGuire, Mr. Asshole. Mr. Asshole. And that was one of the better calls, by the way. And a bunch of other sour pusses. Oh, well, you know, uh, the drugs. And, and then, of course, Linda Robertson, who doesn't know her ass from her elbow. She ought to elope with Pat. Oh, I got all kinds of crap here today. I'm loaded. I am loaded. Where's that stupid art? Oh, yeah, Mimic Mac, it's natural, says Linda Robertson. Back to that Andro stuff again about uh, testosterone and steroids and this and that. And the kids are going to... Uh, Linda, blow it out your ass, okay? And like I said, we got more people worried about who's going to catch the ball and are they going to get any money for it about here's something really exciting and great that's happening and those two kids yesterday morning who are all over getting interviewed now were being made into big superstars because they did something uh, you know something nice we don't want a lot of money we don't want any money we want some souvenirs we want autograph it was exciting it's a ball game period oh my god what a breath of fresh air and people are knocking them like the guy that calls me yesterday and says oh well you know if mcguire was a really good guy he'd have reached into his pocket and given them a few grand for it all the millions he's making and here's a guy that gave a million dollars to kids charities and they're not just knock, 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 knock. Even, uh, what's his name? Never heard, uh, Tony Orlando never heard so, many, so much knocking on the doors. The knocking that goes on here. Knock three million times. That should be the theme song for this town. 
Dow's down 121. 